The boys are back in town. Welcome back. We are now on Deadlock, the podcast episode number the 71. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. A big (laughs) night here in the Deadlock podcast as we are getting very crazy. Not only Mm. this week are we talking about an extra show that we usually don't talk about. True. We're talking about Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's 1.4 Horkin show. Goddamn. We're also going to be talking about uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom next week. Along with New Year's Dash. So we got back-to-back big episodes going down here. Shit, I forgot we're doing New Year's Dash, too. God and damn it. And New Year's Dash. <laughs> and at Rest Girls 1.9, where and Mizuki Raw. will and show Smackdown. up. And NXT. And 205. 205. 205. This time around, it's just me and John for the first Holy time shit. ever. So, Tony has been on every episode uh, ever, but this time uh, he's dead. So we're gonna <laughs> we killed him, we're gonna, and that's our bad. <laughs> he's also, or he's in jail. <laughs> One of those. Whatever two. you want to say. Uh, we got a couple of updates before we talk about everything. Of course, we'll be talking about AEW, and we're going to be talking about a episode of SmackDown from 2002, Ooh, where yes. Stone Cold tries to take out Scott Hall. <laughs> he kidnaps. The New World Order, or at least one of the members. We had a couple of things go up on Patreon this week. We're actually going to have even some more coming up this week. More Uh, things are coming. (laughs) We had something going to happen live number eight go up, which was ECW December to Dismember, voted on by Mm -hmm. you guys. We watched that. Uh, Chris Danker came along with us, and... uh, well, it was a good time, so check that it out. Was, it was a good time for us. I don't know about yeah, for, well, for the people in attendance. It definitely wasn't a good time for anyone show. on that fucking show. No, no, but we, we made what we could have, and we would like you to go check it out, so go check that out. Uh, also, watch this number 13 is up. That was for WWE Armageddon 2006, where we watched the Ooh. Fatal 4-Way ladder match, which was, wow, that was crazy. That's a, un, like, uh, maybe at least from me, an unfor- uh, a forgotten all-timer. That was genuine all-timer, like not even just exaggerating. That match was so fucking good. I had never actually seen that match till we watched it for the very first time. Oh, wow. I had on- yeah, only right. seen the parts with uh, Joey Merck. <laughs> his And his face. Yeah, dude, he was gooshing, dude. That was everywhere. It was all over the place. Yeah, it's even crazy. Like, and somehow that's like, I mean, that is a crazy part, but somehow there's still crazier stuff that happens after that. Yeah, it actually gets even more ridiculous, if you can yeah. imagine. <laughs> Brian Kendrick said, hold my beer. <laughs> Uh, also, we got Watch This Number 14 coming up. Shoot, it should be up by the time this is up, hopefully. Yeah, uh, if not, within the next 24 after. hours or so. Yeah. Uh, watch This Number 14, where we watch Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's Corkin show for January 4th. They usually run one in the morning before the Tokyo Dome show. Uh, yeah. I was there last year live. Should have been there this year live, but you know what happened? <laughs> well, from how many people were in attendance, it looked like you could have been. <laughs> Dude, you were supposed to be there live. Oh, that's right. I would have. I would have been there with you this year. Yeah. yeah. Wow! Damn. Well, at least he uh, came around to watch it. Yeah, that's true. And for my, it was my first uh, official TJPW full show experience. Uh, and I watched it with James. And you guys can watch along with us if you're new to that kind of thing, like I am. Uh, I think I think it's a good place to start, right? Yeah, I think so. I think if you were in a start, that's the perfect place to start, honestly. Yeah. Or at Wrestle Princess a couple months ago, but this sure. Is um, I'm glad that you're a big B guy. Big vivid I like honey the mustard bee. guy. Yeah, I did. I did like the bee and the French people. <laughs> ah, yes, the damn French and the Dixie chicks. <laughs> but we'll get there. Uh, so yeah, we got a bunch of Patreon stuff going up, and then we also have another watch this coming out this Friday. So really, mm-hmm. just a bunch of stuff up there. If you guys are in the five dollar or ten dollar tier, just check either of those out. Um, and speaking of Patreon, I want to give a big shout out to everyone who helps us uh, continue to just do the fucking show. Let's you know what I mean, just go! continue to be a thing. 
That's really awesome. We appreciate Hell that. Yeah. You can head over to uh, deadlockpw.com slash Patreon or patreon.com forward slash deadlockpw. Mm. I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. Yeah, we get it done. Uh, we had a lot of new people over the new year. I don't know if you guys got money for Christmas or whatever the case may be. We appreciate it. <laughs> Somehow, we are just about, like, usually, uh, off the record, uh, usually there's, like, a decent drop-off uh, when the like, next month uh, yeah, decent turnover uh, when the next month starts because just, yeah, shit happens. Uh, but we're just about where we were, like, <laughs> at the drop-off. So uh, we are at 763 patrons. If we could get 800 patrons this month, my golly, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Our, I think our yearly goal is 1,000. We think we can do yeah. that, too. We're just going to keep putting out some quality-ass shit for y'all. Uh, starting with the $1 cheer, we had Dylan Wise, Brian Byrne. Mm. We had uh, Onrage Pla, we had Big yeah, Schmelly, yeah. Matthew Gillespie, Mark Blackburn, 18 naked hangmen in the showers at Ram Ranch. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the 4-hour 50s at Terry Simon Kinsey and Fuck Me and Base World Daddy. In the <laughs> What's going on here, man? Tier, I don't know, man. In the 5-hour <laughs> tier, we had Boo W, Christian Ryder, Matthew Emery, Ryan Burkhart, Ryan Dustall, yeah. Kevin yeah. Wikowski. A lot of Ryans. Yo, your last name was Wikowski? Whoa. Uh, Travis Bros uh, Travis Broski, Ryan Zandez, True. True. Obsi, Ryan, Kiko, Alex Usterhov, Why Sleep? True. Uh True. Bop Bop Boob, Jack Baba Marshall. <laughs> I thought it was Baba Booey, but it's Bop Bop Boob. Oh, okay. <laughs> he forgot enough. the Oz. <laughs> Lucky Ali, Brett C, Christian Perez, and Vampires TTV. Mm. Five dollars nineteen cent. We had a Rich Woodward. What are you doing? In the $8.50 tier, we had Liam Barkas. We had Timmy Uwin Booney. We had Gooney Gooney Stooney. Connor Goozy Goozy. <laughs> uh, Marshall Lano. Me, Rofi Rose. In the $9.50 tier, we had Mel I D My Gumai F L I. Merit Official, Vladimir Kumarov, Jimmy Forsman, Jack Shananan. Ooh, Shanananana. Shanananan. <laughs> what a name. I like that. Uh, in the $10, <laughs> we had Trigger Matt. We had Matt Love. Polio Lover. <laughs> Polio fuck? Lover. What's going on? 2020, everyone's getting real fucking weird. <laughs> Emilio, Coolio, 740. Mike Hunt, Hyperwolf. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Lucas Lark. <laughs> uh, Parkus, Rich Moulton. Timmy Changa. Timmy. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Mike Awesome. That's Whoa, awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Kojak Arrest. Omar Espinza. Uh, Hudak Wudat. Ooh. That's a name. Hudak Hudak. Wudak. Yeah. Uh, Kayla Smith. Sean Stevens. The Bird oh. of Hermes. Rob Dallas. RJ Langlois. Uh, Ash, Johnny Del Taco, Whoa. Vincent Young, Kid Saturn, Max, David 36, Da Pata Cage. Oh, we can stop it. Schmitty Harry. <laughs> Harry. Uh, Paul Hale Jr., Jose Arroyo, the artist formerly known as Taz. Taz. Matthew, Hybrid Dreamin', Jay Marshall, Smackdown Beef, Justin Holy Edwards. Holy shit, man. In the $10.07 cent tier, we had Hotline Buster. $10.69 tier, we had Hog Dipper 2219. True. Uh, in the $60 tier, which was annual, we had uh, Bandit Scorpion and Andrew. Mm. 
Uh, and then another annual for $102, it was Casey J. I do which love the manuals. I do love the manuals. Still the champion. Whoa. 777. Seven, seven. Wow. He retains the title on Wrestle Kingdom Day. That's unbelievable. He defended it in a dark match. <laughs> At so we couldn't Kingdom. air it, you know. We couldn't air it. Government said we couldn't air yeah, it. We had wow, six that consoles was, set up. I feel like that was like the longest list of names you've read in a while. It was. It was a lot. When I was writing it down, I was like, whoa. <laughs> a lot yeah, so thank you all for joining up on the Patreon. And if you want to bother James and annoy him to have <laughs> to read a bunch of fucking names, feel free to sign up. New Patreon. Yeah. Just give if it a you try. Want your na- if, you, if you think that you've had your name said right your entire life, sign up. <laughs> Because I, for the first time ever, make you fucking guess what your name is. <laughs> Second guess it, I will ruin it for you forever. Well, now it's time to talk about TJPW's Corkin for 1.4. They Ooh. do it every single year. It's a big show for them. Uh, up until this past year, it's the biggest show that they do every year. If okay. you guys don't know what TJPW is, it's Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. It's a company, uh, it's a subsidiary of DDT, or I guess you could call it Cyberfight now, since they made sure. a new... Uh, company and they have all the shows like Noah and Gambare and yes. DDT and TJPW all under one umbrella and you can find it on WrestleUniverse.com I believe if you still go to DDTUniverse.com you can check it out yeah um, but Tokyo Joshi is their women's federation because in Japan usually what they do is is they have men and women separated federations mm-hmm. um, as you'll see there's a couple of Joshi's out you know Joshi companies out there like Stardom Seedling Ice Ribbon bunch of stuff this is TJPW. Uh, and the, I guess the running ace of TJPW for the past year, even maybe a little bit more than that, has been Yuka Sakazaki, AEW superstar. You sold out. You sold out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and she's the ace going into the show main event. It's Yuka Sakazaki versus Rika Tatsumi. She's the white dragon. She's been around since the beginning too with Yuka Sakazaki. They've been friends forever. Now she's going to take her shot. Yuka, or, uh, Rika Tatsumi has been tag champion. Well, she was tag champion until she lost it recently to the Bakaretsu sisters mm-hmm. for about a year. Yeah, uh, and now she wanted to go for the big belt against the big champ, Yuka Sakazaki. And you said Yuka, she's had that belt for over a year, right? Yes, she wanted that DDT Ultimate Party uh, that was either October or November of 2019. Okay. Uh, That's big quite some time. Then, of course, in 2020, they split it up, decided to do uh, TJPW on its own show, uh, which ended up being Wrestle Princess, which was a big show for them. And, that worked uh, out pretty Yuka well, Sakazaki, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, Yuka Sakazaki faced off against Mizuki, which is her tag team partner, uh, and she ended up beating her. Uh, and Owned. it was a fantastic match. Yeah, she beat her epic style, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rule. Uh, so, we're just going to run down the card. This is Johnny's first time ever watching TJPW, or if it yeah. isn't, he forgot about it before. This might be his I don't present. think I, don't I, I mean, if I did, I don't think I watched the whole show, because I don't really remember shit. So this is my first time actually paying attention. Despite going in very clueless, I mean, I knew a couple people, mm-hmm. and you reminded me that I had seen some wrestle, like uh, I saw that on the Chris Brooks show. Um, uh, me, you. Yeah, yeah, I watched mm-hmm. her wrestle, Chris, which I really like. So there were some people that I knew, Um, but I did enjoy the show. Overall, uh, I thought it was a fun show. Uh. And I guess we can let's go let's go through it real quick, Ski. Yeah, the matches are the matches are quick and to the point, man. They don't. That's uh, what I love. Um, yeah, they really it's a tight presentation for sure. The show started at what nine thirty, and I think it was done by just it about was less midnight? than three hours. Yeah, it was yeah. a little less than three hours. So we started off the show. We had uh, Suzume facing off against Arisu Endo, which Arisu is making her debut, her rest, not just her TJPW debut, her entire wrestling debut period, which is a horrifying concept to me because usually, <laughs> I like. 
if I watched like I've, I was there for Adam Cole's first match in CZW and it was a battle royal like usually that's what <laughs> for us, oh in the new, states that's usually what happens right yeah you just get thrown in a battle royal or like a super like it honestly I, I feel like more times than not it's a battle royal like uh, or like a big tag or something like that like so the fact that uh, Endo is on this show which is like one of their bigger shows if not you know I guess you could argue if they're a big show or not but yeah. uh, in the opener like that's horrifying <laughs> like i would be so fucking i was stressed for her uh and she's fighting a bee it's a yeah bee she's <laughs> the bee the bee girl and yeah. james informed me she's always oh, got a lot of bee based offense sadly i was lied to there was not a lot of bee based offense she didn't even matchup. get to do her bee based offense i think she expected I don't know what she expected going to this match, but whatever. You think was. Endo wasn't prepared for the B-based offense? It's just so I'm not going to... She locked her, in the camel she, clutch, and she almost won the fucking match. So <laughs> like, did, Endo did almost win with the camel clutch. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. that went on for quite a bit. Uh, I think she maybe threw match, the B-based offense out the window when she's like, ah, I can maybe lose this one. Maybe I don't do the B-based offense. <laughs> for her first match ever, if you would have like, if you would have waited till after the match to tell me that was Endo's first match, I would have been blown away. Because I was like, "There's," I, she just seemed like she fit in. It looked Nothing looked off. Uh, they didn't really stumble over anything. It looked cool. And it was like yeah, you she's said, it was solid, short to the man. point. She's really yeah. solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how it usually goes in Japan. Uh, I'll actually like that way of debuting people. Usually, what happens is they'll debut in a singles match and they'll end up losing. Um, but it creates that story right away for you following them as they figure right. out what kind of wrestler they are, what kind of finish they have. Like, I yeah. don't expect Endo to even have a finish for another eight or nine months, probably even longer than that. So, uh, I mean, it took Suzume forever to get the rang the bell finish, the cutter. Rang the bell. Rang the bell. So her finish, yeah, Suzume's uh, finisher is the rang the bell, which is an RKO, which at <laughs> yeah. first I was like, this is fucking bullshit. It should be like a sticker splash because she's a beat. But <laughs> uh, more than I think about it, <laughs> rang the bell is a sweet, <laughs> yeah. is a sweet finisher name because like, all right, I'm going to win. So you might as well just call it here. <laughs> rang the bell. Yeah, That's pretty so good. I like that. I still, her nickname is Vivid Honey Mustard. I feel like it should be the B. <laughs> YJ yeah, Stinger. Maybe, maybe yeah, <laughs> stung. Like, <laughs> anything like that. Vivid Honey Mustard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Suzume rules. She's mustard. a B. Uh, Endo looks fantastic. Is. And she ended up beating uh, Endo with the Rang the Bell Cutter. She had cool uh, gear short too, match, Endo. I like, the, point. I like their gear. She, you know what? It didn't even hit me till uh, we were just talking about it right now that her uh, sleeves were uh, cow print because of the year of the ox. Ah, uh, yes. A lot of cow references on this show. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, what was that with the French talking about cows? <laughs> At least one of them was, and the other one wasn't too interesting. Yeah, I can't, okay, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. All right, so uh, Endo makes her debut. She looks solid, uh, and Suzume beat that ass because she is the Okada of TJPW, is what oh, people shit. are saying anyways. I don't know. You know wow, people, people say saying. I look like Okada. That's crazy. Yeah, you, you look like Suzume. That's true. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Rang the bell. Damn, B-girl, Johnny. <laughs> uh, so the next match was Yuna Manase and Moka Miyamoto versus Palm Harajuku and Haruno Neko. Uh, this is a tag team match here and a pretty short one for the most part. I believe Yuna ended up replacing somebody in this match. I don't remember. Oh, somebody um, got hurt? Yeah, somebody got hurt or something like that where they couldn't be in the match and Yuna uh, ended up being in this match, I believe is how right. this went. Uh, but anyways, uh, Moka and Yuna ended up beating Palm and Haruno. I was kind of hoping that Harno would have used a little more cat-based offense because every time I said this I... all through the night, nobody <laughs> did anything. Yeah, that was... I said Suzume's got B offense, no B offense. I said Harno's got cat-based offense, none. I was very, I was led astray. I was quite disappointed, but it did not, you know, take me too much away from it. Despite, I mean, there was like an eye rake eventually, but I don't even think it was from the cat that did it. It was from a former cat, right? Dude, I, I swear to God, I don't think I've seen a match from her 
for the past year where she doesn't do <laughs> cat based offense, and I got screwed in the one that I tell you that she doesn't. Yeah, that was it's all right. I, it's it's okay. I it, it is what it is. Uh, another short match, but to the mm-hmm. point. It it uh, one girl was a little asshole. <laughs> yeah, palm hitting people in the shins. Did you like that? Yeah, you know, that's that right. Cool. The shins. Yeah, her gimmick is she just runs around and kicks you in the shin, and she's a little asshole, and it's kind of yeah. Cool. One of them you eventually take a flip bump off the shin. That's crazy. But then like her finish, would you say it was like a. What's her it's finish? It's the Palm Day Justice, and she hits it maybe one out of every two hundred times she goes for it. I see, right? But it's not. Yeah. It's not a. Oh, it's a leg drop, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, the pop up leg yeah. drop. Uh, and so she attacks her shin the whole match, and her finishes a leg drop. So I don't know what's going. <laughs> well, on. that's why she doesn't hit it. There you go. There's <laughs> yeah. a story, buddy. There you go. <laughs> well, she should figure the fuck out then. <laughs> uh, she was, actually locked in a leg hold for a minute. Yeah, and uh, I was you know, like, is that her finish? Really. No, yeah, that's no, oh, I, right. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, I don't know if this looks like it hurts or anything, but this should be her finish because she's working the shit. Uh, well, oh, Montese well. is back, and t- she's actually Montese actually works TJPW still quite a bit. She had left uh, earlier Where'd in the go? year. Uh, Ganbare, which is another subsidiary in the Cyberfight family. Um, okay. She still works other shows. Sometimes she'll work Actress Girls and stuff like that. Um, sure. She was in the tag team tournament for Actress, uh, but I think they lost in the first round to Saki and Hikaru, or Hikari. So, uh, okay. But that's another thing. I'll have to show you Actress some other time. Um, but Yunamanase and Mocha ended up picking up the win here, uh, and it was actually a pretty fun little match. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So next we get Hyper Masao versus Shoko Nakajima oh, in a... <laughs> God, I don't even know how to... What is the name of this match? It's the... like a it's a bull, bull rope, rope golden bull ticket rope, match. Bull rope UFO rename in a caps. Bull rope. <laughs> <laughs> Loser gets renamed match. Yeah, rename in a capsule bull rope match. There you go. Rename in a yeah, capsule. Sure. Re- rename UFO. No DQ <laughs> as well, but no and no pinfalls yeah. and no nothing. Yes. There's no nothing. Nothing. Um. So this is similar to last year when Masao and Shoko had another match where it was a. Renaming the pinata match. <laughs> Renaming the pinata. Bring and who one got renamed the there? It wasn't Masao. Uh, Masao. Yeah, she oh, got she renamed. Did. Yeah, and she uh, ran with a gimmick for a little bit where she was like a schoolgirl and she had a cell phone. What was her? Was, what was her name? Um, I don't remember the name off the top of my okay. head. I have to look it up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it was funny for a little bit. You know, it's good. Sure. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens to Shoko. Last so year, I kind of wanted I kind of wanted to see Shoko get renamed. So I'm kind of happy this year that we do get that. So they don't have to keep. The, it's not a permanent name change. When do they decide they can change it back? It just, I mean, yeah, it just kind of is for a month usually. Oh, it's like okay, thirty days. Yeah, like so a, it's just like, like a pink slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a month. Okay. Sure. Um, but yeah, this match was like I said, kind of like last year where. Uh, last year they put a name or uh, put a naming rights sash in a pinata, and yes. they could bring one weapon to the ring, and they had to get the pinata out. That match was crazy. This match was uh, even <laughs> more crazy. So this match was it, fucked. <laughs> they they roped up a bunch of UFOs or gotcha capsules onto each side of the ring. Bunch of balls. There's, if you guys have never played, I guess the best way if you guys don't know what a, a gotcha capsule or UFO is, it's like. Uh, I don't like know if it, you guys ever went to Pizza Hut after a baseball game and you, you get in the 25 cent machine and you get a little That's ball what I was going to say. It's like in the 25 cent machine, you pull them out like there's like a sticker or some fucking thing and like inside a little mm-hmm. little ball capsule, like see-through. Um, and there was, as James said, there was a hundred. They like strung them up on the ropes, which also took forever. I've seen death matches <laughs> set up quicker than this. <laughs> uh, but the the objective is you you have to get two golden tickets, not just one. There's two golden tickets within... 
10 of these things. So there's 100 of them. Only 10 of them actually have golden tickets. You have to get two of them. So it took them like 11 minutes <laughs> to get that going. But the first five minutes was them trying to prepare the bull rope. <laughs> so nobody actually looked at the bull rope before the match started. And when they went to go connect them to each other, it was all tied up like Apple earphones. So tangled like headphones for sure that's exactly the way you describe it this... it's like every time you think you got it out there's another fucking loop in in the rope so and they spent forever it had to have been what it felt for it like forever it felt like at least like three minutes at, at minimum like but the best Hyper part Masala of this and was nakajima the... are both standing there like trying to kind of like distract <laughs> from it as the gave up. she just started like staring <laughs> off into space she's just like okay whatever <laughs> like the ref is in the middle of the ring trying to untangle this knot everyone's confused the crowd starts clapping for him at one point that was the to best try to part get dude anything going here <laughs> eventually they uh get it untangled everyone pops they tie him up uh and then the match begins and this is uh they they tried their best with what they had. This is a shoot. The, they had no clue yeah, which one of these actually had the, the golden tickets in it. They genuinely had to work spots around taking like the things out of these uh, capsules, but it, they had no idea what one was in what, so they had to for real go through as many as they could. <laughs> so I don't know at if the they end, said go out there and have as much time as you wanted or what, but it was kind of rough. At the end, Masao just literally started just taking them all down and throwing <laughs> and them, throw on them on the, the ground. floor. Just papers all over the floor. The referees try to pick them up and find them. But Hyper Vassal gets the win, finds the two golden tickets, uh, and uh, keeps her name. Yep. So Shoko has to change her name for a month. We'll probably find that out at the next TJPW show. Um, that'll be exciting. Shoko, uh, I think it'll be a fun time with her. Uh, the Also during the match, they uh, Shoko brought out the kaiju toys again with uh, oh. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> and so did uh, Hyper Vassal had... Kaiju toys yeah, as well. I, yeah, I don't know what the deal with <laughs> I think she just had a digital ivory <laughs> get her own? <laughs> yeah. They um, bumped on these uh, Godzilla action figures, yeah. which I was a big fan of. Uh, they were throwing them at each other. It was good stuff. Uh, so after that, we had Miyu Watanabe, Mirai Mayumi, and now Kakuda versus Aja Kong, Mizuki, and Raku. Uh, this was a six-woman tag team match. Last year, the big story coming out of 1.4 was uh, Mirai and Aja Kong. They've been going head-to-head. Mirai is really going to be like the next, I think, one of the big names here in TJPW if they keep her on the uh, yeah. you know, same path as she's on right now. And she uh, she still went head to head with Aja Kong in this so, one, and it was dope. Do you, uh, I guess, I don't, because to me it felt like that wasn't like the end of whatever that was between those two. Do you think, does Aja Kong still do singles matches? She does. Uh, mostly okay. in Oz Academy, but she does. Do you think do Mirai and, and, and Aja Kong will? actually do a shoot match or do you think that yeah i think i think if they're going to do it uh wrestle princess this year would probably be the move okay um that's usually towards the end of the year yeah yeah i mean i think the payoff eventually would be to have that singles match right now mirai can't i mean she can only bump her once you know what i mean like that was the the big spot was finally bumping ajikon she did she did bump her and she also punched her bucket (laughs) (laughs) yeah she went to hit mirai in the head with the uh trash can and mirai like punched out of midair and then uh hit the lariat on ajikon and knocked her down it was a good lariat too man it was she laid it in on that uh i'm surprised that's not her finish I found out what the 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 Goodnight Express is. I've actually ah, seen it. Ah, you did. <laughs> so I talk about that every single time we watch AEW. I said that's not even the real Goodnight Express. I I get it now. And now you get it. You got. To, not only did you get to see the Goodnight Express, you got to see the Aja Kong Goodnight Express, where she sits on her. Yeah. So yeah, let, I'll try to describe it the best that I can, and then you tell me okay. if I left anything out. So 
Uh, Aja Kong, they're, they line up uh, their opponents. There's three of them. They line them up just laying next to each other. Mizuki and Raku run across them. Just They're laying there and they just run across them. And then Aja Kong's turn to do it. And she's taking slow steps, steps over one of them. And then she's thinking about stepping over Mirai, who I think that's who it was, right? And then she just yeah, steps in the middle, right on her in stomach. The <laughs> yeah. She says, fuck you, and steps on her stomach. And she goes, this full, she fully steps over, then she's going to step over the next person, and she turns back and steps on Mirai again. <laughs> yeah, that ruled. That was awesome. And, uh, and then, she got uh, fucking super pissed off, and that's where it led to the Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, she finishes the, the, the lap, uh, mm-hmm. and I think they do it one more time, and then... They're all lined up, and I go, is it they're just supposed to like pin them? Yeah. So, or? uh, yeah, they do the uh, good night, like almost like CM Punk when he's setting up for the GTS. Yeah. You know where he's like ah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then they sit on him, and it's a pin. Yeah. And Aja Kong sits right. Oh my on. god! <laughs> Who did she crush? I think it was now uh, Kakuda that she sat on, and it was. It- uh, wow, she fucking beefed Yeah, her. That was rough. She was yeah. horrified even being stepped on. So the fact that oh, she had was, to take this. Was, it, was, it might have been Miyu that she did it on. Yeah, Maybe. I think it was Miyu. Yeah, she fucking creamed her, dude. That <laughs> it was, was fucking, tough. Yeah. Um, Aja Kong takes a, a bump off the second rope yeah. in this one, too. She likes was, taking that bump. She takes the, she, I think she'd rather take the one off the rope than an actual regular back bump for whatever Sure, reason. yeah, yeah. Um, Mostly, I think, because it'd be a hard time picking her up. Other than that, uh, this match I wasn't too crazy about. Like, the Aja Kong stuff was cool. Uh, Mirai throwing fucking lariats and punching the bucket was fun. And I laughed at the Goodnight Express, but other than that, I was like, uh, <laughs> it kind of, they kind of were falling apart. Like, I feel like during this match, it was kind of all over the place. It should have been, I think it should have been more about Mirai and, uh, and yeah, Aja there wasn't as, uh, a lot there. I mean, they did a couple spots, but it wasn't as much as you would think for like I a year. I loved at the beginning when Aja. And or Mirai went to go shake Aja Kong's hand, didn't shake her hand, and then she shook Mizuki Rocky's hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was tremendous. That team. Yeah. Uh, like yes, Miyu, uh, Mirai now end up winning the match mm-hmm. uh, with a with a big W. So I think Miyu uh, ended up winning the match for him too. So that was good. I think she pinned Raku. I thought Aja Kong was, was going to take the L, but... I thought Mirai was uh, going to get the yeah. win there just because I felt like that's kind of what the match was built around Aja Kong fucking with her, but. I guess not. I don't think she's there yet. I think they're they're waiting right. around for her. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we get Saki Sama and Mei Saint Michael, which is uh, Neo Bashiki Goon, and <laughs> they face off God against Ikari. French. They <laughs> <laughs> face off against Ikari Noah and Sanna Shiori. Uh, well, I guess Neo Bashiki Goon doesn't have new attire, but Hikari Noah and Sanna Shiori do, and uh, Sanna looks like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> 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 Which I believe during our watch this, I refer to her as Buzz. <laughs> Buzz, yeah. <laughs> there was one point where you said it so deadpan, it just fucking cracked me up. Sick move from Buzz. From Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I actually uh, really enjoyed this match. Uh, I wasn't sure what to think of uh, uh, Meisei Michael and uh, Sakizama, just because mm. they, I mean, they're full gimmick here. Like their outfits. Oh, they're gimmick out of fucking- their mind pan and all uh was it the story is that uh is it may st michael found saki sama or is it the other way around no so may st michael lived in the forest that's france. france. <laughs> yes. the forest of france and saki sama yeah. found her there and said oh you wrestle <laughs> <laughs> you are my maid now yeah uh so they come yeah they come out like uh may st michael is like full like french maid outfit uh saki sama just looking like stacy keebler <laughs> <laughs> french aristocrat yeah, French aristocrat. Uh, and I was like, okay, I was I figured it would be all gimmick, but I actually like thought they held their own real well in this match for my first time viewing them. Uh and like after the match, I was in like, oh, I hope they get shot at the tag titles. And they cut a promo about it. So it kind of felt like that's what it was gonna be. Um 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I dug sure. this match. I dug this. Yeah, Saki-sama is actually, like, extremely good. She's gimmicked out of her mind in TJPW. Yeah. She's, like, really, really good. And May St. Michael, uh, as you guys know, we sponsor uh, Gato Move. Hell yeah, and we do. There just so happens to be a person in Gato Move that looks very similar to May St. Michael named May Saruga, and she's just you... fantastic. <laughs> Off the record and on the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, she did some really cool shit in here. Her her new spot with the pan where they always trip over the pan is fantastic. I really like that spot a lot. Yeah, uh, Hikari ended up doing that. Uh, Saki Sama just you know I could have I could have saw it wrong, but I swear to God Hikari hit the Blizzard suplex and Saki Sama just stood right up and said fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it no, like yeah, that were, did happen. Yeah, that did dude, happen. It looked like they were legit getting pissed at each other midway through the match. Like right before they started uh, doing the the forearm spot, they were pulling yeah. each other's hair and looking at each other real pissed off. I was like, oh here we go. It was pretty good. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I dug it, man. I I, I liked it, and uh, there was a promo. This is the Dudley's after the match. versus uh, La Resistance. <laughs> those damn I honestly I don't know man I think the referee was also a French sympathizer <laughs> yeah someone right here the, the, the referees were fucking this whole fucking show out there yeah, all over the place bullshit here. we'll get to the uh, finish of the main <laughs> for that but <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fucked but yeah then um, uh after I think uh uh, Saki Sama is cutting a promo pretty much saying we need better you know more competition we need stronger opponents here pretty much saying they want a tag title shot and then May St. Michael gets on the mic and says uh, I like cows <laughs> Saki yeah Saki Sama says yeah I think we're gonna challenge for the princess tag titles and uh, May St. Michael said did you know it's the year of the ox it's just a year <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to challenge the tag titles. There's a whole store with a bunch of ox-related items that we can go to and buy stuff. Yeah, I was what? hoping the bunch of cows were coming out. <laughs> that was crazy. Up for that. Oh, oh, which one was the... Uh, the it was This was the match with the idol girl, right? With the deathmatch girl? Was yeah, that this one? Yeah, Noah, yeah. Yeah, she's cool as fuck. I really like yeah, her. Yeah, she's really dope. Uh, she did fantastic in this match. She looked great. Uh, yeah. May St. Michael won this match. She uh, ended up submitting Santa Shiori with a... It was like a modified Tequila Sunrise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Which was. is funny because she also does well. May Saruga, who looks incredibly just like May Saint Michael mm. in a way. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she does a cattle mutilation. She calls the apple mutilation. So she does a lot uh. of like she does a lot of mid two thousand indie submissions. Sure. In I mean, listen, stuff. man, you get a lot of influence <laughs> from a lot of different places. Maybe she's been watching uh, those tapes. Yeah, I mean, Jigato uh, Move takes a lot of inspiration from AEW. I mean, they they do a lot of cool shit. <laughs> yeah, so does TJPW at the yeah. main event. Kota must have watched a Cody Rhodes match and said, "Huh, this will work." <laughs> we'll talk about that in the main event. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, Neo Bashikagun ends up winning this match as they probably should. And I assume that they'll be up for the Princess Tag titles. I don't know but at the next show, because I believe they're running another Corkin show on the 11th of February. So I don't know if it's going to be Neo Bashikigun versus them or not. But yeah, I probably assume so if I had to. So when I, I uh, after I was done this match, I was like, oh, OK, these these two are definitely going to win the tag titles until I saw who the tag champions were. I'm like, oh, of course, they're not going to win these tag titles. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the tag chairs are brolic, bro. Hell yeah, Steiner Brothers. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so after uh, the Mishikigun match, we get uh, Miyu Yamashita versus Maki Ito. And Miyu Yamashita beat the bricks off Dude. of Maki Ito in this one, bro. Holy shit. I can't, I, reading this now, supposedly it was 13 minutes. It did not even... I thought it... I don't, I don't even know how long I thought it was, but... That sounds short to me for how much was packed into this match. Uh, these, this was yeah. just brutal. Uh, I did not know what to expect going into this one, as I was, was with every match, really. But I, I had seen uh, Mayu on the Chris Brooks show, right? That's who it was. 
Yes, you saw Chris Brooks versus Miu. Yep. Miu, sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that w- I th- was impressed with her there because that was a cool match. So seeing her here uh, felt even different from that because, I mean, she whooped Chris Brooks' ass, but she was <laughs> beating the fuck out of Maki Ito here. Dude, like, Maki was taking it, though. That was It was... Uh, dude, she reversed yeah, a kick with her head. <laughs> she she had yeah. her leg. What the she's fuck? Got the, she's got the skull. She's got the cold skull. Yeah, got that Samoan head. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, Maki Ito basically just taking a fucking beating from Miyu, and uh, that's kind of it's kind of been Maki's story. I it's it's actually kind of crazy how good she's gotten in the past year or so. Honestly, yeah, like she's mostly gimmick for for a lot of people. A lot of people only know her from Twitter or. Uh, you know, mo- that's mostly how she got really popular was her uh, gimmick work. But man, she has gotten like incredibly oh, she, is, that, is she good. the credit card one? Yeah, she's the she's oh, like oh, I thought yeah. so. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's <laughs> the failed memes. idol. I figured this match was gonna be fucking crazy from the start because it starts mm-hmm. and Maki Ito slaps her right in the face. Yeah, uh, she just like Miu's. Oh, Miu's gonna beat that ass and beat that ass. She did. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tons of strikes in this match, just whooping each other's ass. Uh, there was a cool. Like uh, misdirection at one point during this match, where I think it was uh, Miyu who like misdirection, and then it was like into the disaster kick out of the corner. I think that was yeah. So she does this move where she uh, instead of doing the disaster kick off like a rope, she'll do it off the turnbuckle itself. Like yeah. they have the they don't have the three separated turnbuckles; they have the long one, so she can yeah. kind of jump off of it. Yeah, and you're right. The misdirection was incredibly cool. Like I've never really seen anything like that. Most misdirections don't look like that, where they just stop mid run and then turn. It was really. It was just so quick that like I had I, like I if you bl- if I blinked like I would have missed it. Like I was like, what the hell's going on here? There were some good. There were some good camera shots here. Um, they would especially with like, the ending. Yeah, Miu would kick her in the head, and you think that she's like starting to fall down. And then it zooms in our face and she's just laughing. And then it, yeah. she does a complete turn and then they go into the next spot. And it's, it's really good stuff. Yeah. Um, she played this perfectly. Um, the match was better for Maki just letting Miu beat the shit out of her. She sure. still got a lot of her stuff in. She did her, her headbutt off the top and stuff like that. Uh, but Miu just tanked through everything as she probably God. should. Miu's one of the most decorated wrestlers in TJPW. She has a special aura around her, man. She's just uh, she feels different than everybody else. Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can definitely, uh, I definitely get, I grab that. Yeah, yeah, and they protect the shit out of her, and they should honestly. Uh, She probably has one of the coolest entrances around. Period. Too. She's like a like a Power Ranger or something. She's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. Uh, But the finish here was fantastic. I think this is. I I loved it. You probably agree. This is, I think, my match of the night. I yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Uh, I really dig the tag match that comes after this, uh, and I was pretty excited for the main but i don't think this even touched i don't think the main event even touched this match um this is probably gonna two, go on a uh, match of the year list for me i think like i i kind of was hoping it went longer uh but the finish was perfect so i i, I kind of get it um me ends up just kicking her in the fucking head yeah and uh brutal usually that's not the finish for me you know she sure. usually does something else she usually does a bigger move or something she was getting ready to do something else too yeah, she was backed up in the corner. Like she was about to whoop her ass. The camera angle was perfect. It's yeah. backed up. It's it's uh, Maki trying to stand up for the ten count, and Miu's in the corner just waiting for her to get up because he's going to knock her fucking head off if she stands up. And then right at the nine count, Maki ends up collapsing, and then she gets a TKO win. And uh, Miu Yamashita crazy. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's this was, like this it. was not only booked perfectly, but God, it was just so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, they really play their parts perfectly here. And uh, like I said, Maki Ito is someone that uh, went from just like a Twitter character to a legitimate top wrestler on this show. Sure. 
Uh, uh, last year's Corican was incredible. She faced off against Hikari Noah, which was a, a, almost a coming out match for both of them. They, I think that was uh, one of my matches of the year last year was was Maki Ito versus Hikari Noah 1.4. So yeah. I, I think Maki Ito is, when, when, whenever January 4th hits, uh, something just triggers in her and she just turns into a monster. <laughs> it's like Undertaker at Mania. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, Except- Maki Ito 1.4 is like this. Yeah, except you except know, last like six years for Taker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe maybe it's not like that at all. Maybe actually. like ten years ago. <laughs> maybe it's like at John Cena at SummerSlam before. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. If if this if they run this back, you got to tell me when they do it because I want to see it. So the next matchup is the Princess Tag Team Championship match: Nadoka Tenma and Yuki Aino face off against Yuki Kamifu and Mahiro. This match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, I I dug this a lot, and it. it I was already like looking at um the tag champs uh Bakaretsu sisters. Yeah, they're sisters and they're fucking like built and they're killers. They just look like killers like off the rip. So I was like, "Oh, this is going to be good." They They wrestle kill. like every like early 90s tag team, late 80s tag team. Yeah. It's it's like it's like they only before they got to wrestling all they watched was Steiners and and Road Warriors. <laughs> yeah. and it's like this is incredible. Yeah, they I watched the best cool of too. NWA tag teams from '89, and we're like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're fucking wrestling like. Yeah, yeah and I love it, man. Uh, they're 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 super talented, man. They're a great tag team. Yeah, this is this is fun, and 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 fight they did. Uh, this was cool stuff. I like them. Uh, them as tag champions is, is cool. I would like to see how long have they been like wrestling? They've been around for quite a bit, yeah. Or okay. Tenma has at the very least. Have they been teaming for that whole time or no? Yeah, yeah. They've been okay. uh, for the most part. They still do single stuff every once in a while. Like Yuki faced for the Princess of Princess title a few months back, but Yeah. Okay. Um what did you think of uh Yuki Kamifuku's entrance? <laughs> so I so I'm sitting there. And we're we're watching, and then I'm like, I I feel like I had a stroke at one point because <laughs> I hear old McDonald, yeah, I hear old McDonald playing, and I thought for a second I thought it was you fucking with me, but the way we're watching it, I was like, there's no way you could have did that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't like, turn anything on. What is that? Why? Why did she come out to this? And James' explanation was, well, people come. Why does anyone come out to anything? They like the song. I was like, you know what? She likes That's the a, song. Yeah, pretty, pretty true. So that was, yeah. Old McDonald is her theme song, and that's, uh, you know what? I res- I, I respect. It. And it's all. It, it's been like that forever. You know, uh, she became champion. She became the international princess champion. Still, <laughs> still had, had that so song. Oh yeah, still, still got the song. That's pretty um, good. Yeah, and and and. Another person who's come a long way too is Mahiro. She, uh, she looked fantastic here. I mean, she was when you're in a tag team match like that and you have to take all the heat the entire match. Yeah, you know they're not going to get the heat on the international princess champion. So it's basically sure. you just kind of taking the heat here and it, you have to make the shit look good. And honestly, she did. I got I got a lot of respect for Kiryu. I think she's uh she's a real good wrestler too. She came a long way. Uh, she was, I mean, she really didn't do anything. Uh, when I first started watching TJPW, she was kind of hanging around. And since then, she's kind of found her place on the card, and and she's really kicked it up a few notches. So I really got a lot of respect for that. There was a cool uh, falsy near the end where uh, Nodaka and uh, Yuki go for the like the Steiner bulldog, and they hit it. Uh, but whoever they hit it on wasn't the legal person. So like you think, oh, that's the finish because that's you know I'm pretty sure that's their tag finish, right? Yeah. So that was a fantastic spot because it went from Kamiyu going for the famouser. And yeah. then they, uh, Yuki Aino picked her up on her shoulders and walked her back to the corner. I didn't even see Nadoka anywhere near either of them. And all of a sudden she's there to go to the top rope. Yeah. The Steiner Bulldog. Yeah, she picked her, like, she, yeah, right. Yuki has her on her shoulders. And I'm like, oh shit, we're just a one winged angel. I'm like, wait, no, they're finished. They're finished. <laughs> yeah. the Bulldog. Oh shit. <laughs> and Nadoka gives her that top rope so quick. 
Yeah, uh, and they, they hit her with it. And that was shot it, really well, too, because you don't see her going up at first. You just It catches her just as she's like getting to the top of it. Yeah, that was awesome. This spot was great. Uh, so they hit, they hit the Steiner's bull, uh, Bulldog on Kamiyu, and she ends up rolling out of the ring. You're like, what the fuck? And like, oh, she's not even the legal person. Yeah. Uh, Mahiro was the legal person, so then they had to get her in the ring. Uh, and then it, uh, Nadoka ends up hitting the kill switch and pins her, and it was, uh, damn, this match is good, man. It was. I liked a lot, yeah. Again, if uh, once they defend those titles against the fucking French, I want to see that. The French. <laughs> That'd be cool. So you, Saki-sama, May St. Michael, and the Dixie <laughs> Chicks go straight to hell. Or France. <laughs> Same difference. And now it's time for the main event. Rika Tatsumi, Ooh. the White Dragon, facing off against Yuka Sakazaki, the Magical Girl. Yes. Princess and of Princess title is on the line. I believe you jinxed this one, my friend. Oh my god. Okay. So we recorded <laughs> we recorded us watching this live and we started talking about Yuka Sakazaki, the AEW superstar. And we said You sold out. You sold out. <laughs> we started talking like we're gonna get that Cody Rhodes influence on his match. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a dusty finish. <laughs> Dude, and I'll be goddamn. <laughs> We talked about it the whole match, and I'll be damned if this match didn't end with a figure four leg lock with a ref stoppage. Ref stoppage. <laughs> they also had to correct it on well, at least the English commentary. I don't, I don't know how English it was said on. she gave up, but she didn't. Yeah, she never said, gave up. It, it was ref and there was no tap, no audible like reaction, or anything. It was, and then like during the celebration, like oh, it was a ref stoppage. Shit, ref stoppage. Uh, all right, yeah. so. I love uh, Yuka and Rika, and I think that Rika as Princess sure. Champion will do really good. I think this was a weird way for Yuka to end a over one year title reign as the Princess of Princess Champion. As an it, outsider, I feel the same way because, like, like, like you, you know, when you're telling me about the history of it going on, like Yuka's held this forever, and she's like, you know, top dog here. And, yeah, she's been uh, she's been like, there since like day one in TJPW. It's like it, is it'll be weird I, to not hear. You could do the ending celebration yeah. at the end of all these shows. And hamburger yeah. and steak, right? Yeah, <laughs> hamburger and steak. Happy, happy. Happy, can happy. You can you explain that real quick? Yeah, that's just their gimmick. So Mizuki and uh, Yuka Sakazaki like hamburger steak. So after shows, <laughs> when they win, they go and celebrate by eating hamburger steak. And she wants you to stay happy, happy. So That's happy, good. Happy, well, I was not happy, happy steak. at the end of this. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're, I, 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 you know, got to slight idea of, of how important her as champion was which you know good I, I like long title reigns and over a year is a long title reign I yeah. know you know uh, so uh, this is an out you know feel free to disagree because uh, I you know again this is I know Joshi and, and Japanese wrestling is, is looked Different. at and booked differently than, than Western yeah. um, I feel like if you're gonna you know pass the torch so to speak to somebody else um I don't know why you wouldn't do it clean, because I don't think you. I don't think you would have got hurt by just losing here. I don't think she loses stock by just losing the title here clean. Uh, I think kind of ref stoppage is kind of a. I mean, I, I it sets up for a match in the future, obviously, but it, it just doesn't feel like it didn't feel like as big of a title win to me as I feel like it should have. Yeah, Tony Khan stepped in at the last minute and said, "Yeah, my AEW wrestler ain't gonna fucking lose here." <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> 
Or she got to work dark this week. The fuck you going to lose? <laughs> We're bringing her in. Huntsville, Alabama coming up soon. You think she's going to lose here? Huh? <laughs> Listen, if she loses here clean, how the hell can anyone believe Jade Cargill is going to be there <laughs> and care about it? <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah. I, I just thought that was... I, I, I kind of thought that finish was super weak. I wasn't into it. I thought I was pretty then, far. I was so, actually really excited for the match. I like Yuka Sakazaki. Mm -hmm. I've never seen uh, Tatsumi. So I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. It's main event. This feels like a big deal. Big title match. I figured Yuka was going to lose just because... Uh, just I feel like it just... Sort of, I don't know if you hinted at something to me or something, uh, but it just kind of yeah, felt Yeah, I mean, I told you, to you know, the longer you get in a rain, the more realistic. Sure. And, yeah. and Tatsumi's been there forever. And uh, yeah. she's... If there was anyone for Yuka to lose to, if it wasn't right. going to be Mizuki at Wrestle Princess, then it was going to be Rika. So yeah, so uh, I just kind of I was like, ah, it's kind of and the match itself. I guess maybe I I built up more in my head just because it's the main event for a big title. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there was like two or three other matches on the show I like more than this one. Yeah, I thought that it was pretty well worked for the most part. I enjoyed. I mean, I still enjoyed oh, well, watching I don't think it. Was a ton, bad. You know? Yeah, I just um, think it was. It was just you know. Forget yeah, it. it was just a, it just felt like a match. At the end of it, yeah. I felt like oh, it was just kind of like a match. Yeah, and it was a means to the end, you know, just to get this title off of her. Yeah, we'll see what Rika can do as Princess of Princess champion. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm excited for the reign, anyways, because this means that Hyper Masao gets to face uh, the yeah. Princess of Princess champion Rika Tatsumi and Hyper Masao have been. Uh, well, Rika Tatsumi is the one that changed. When I told you that Masao was with Neo Bishiki Goon, she yes. was in the yeah. Okay, well, Rika Tatsumi helped her leave. Neo oh, turned back into Hyper Missile. She was Hyper Missile. She turned into Missile. Go to hell, France. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> you, Missile, Sagi-sama, you go to hell. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so uh, Rika Tatsumi's first title defense is going to be against her former tag team partner in Daydream, uh, Miyu Watanabe. So I guess... <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't so come why, out and just so start saying, like, you're the ox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the cows at what he had so you said there were four so they didn't have like a split like a like a we're not friends anymore split like they just weren't tagging together right yeah so they were uh the tag champs they won the tag team titles at uh ultimate party same place that yuka sakazaki sure. won the big title so that was yeah. over a year ago then they ended up losing the bakaretsu sisters at wrestle princess and uh yeah i mean it's not like they broke up they just lost the tag right. titles so rika went for the big title and then miyu i think it was kind of rude for her friend Watanabe to come out and steal her shine to challenge her for the fucking belt <laughs> right after she won it. She's in the ring crying, pouring her heart out on the mic, and her fucking friend comes out and says, Okay, we'll give you the belt. <laughs> I would like a shot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, Can I finish crying? Okay. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how they always do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's just funny to me. <laughs> that's how we're going to do every single one in DPW, by the way. Just <laughs> I'm gonna Someone's going to win the title and be crying in the ring. Gonna, ah, all right, anyway. So next pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> no shine. Go to hell. <laughs> kick you out of the ring. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, it was weird ending the show with no happy, happy. I was kind of sad, honestly. Yeah. Um, no yeah, steak. No, no ha now I'm not happy, happy. Now I don't have, I'm not going to go eat hamburger steak anymore. I'm fucking... Never eat hamburger steak ever again. <laughs> Kodasan, you did this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so overall, uh, pretty good show for them. It'll be interesting to see how the rest it. of the year shapes up. Is the Rambo going on? Oh, the Rambo! Is, the oh, Rambo's no, Rambo. going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Yuji Nagata! <laughs> With the mask oh, on. Oh man, he's got the mask. Yo, damn it. Alright, so, so yeah, anyways. Uh, uh, that's I, the show, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> As a as a very uh, very very casual uh, Joshi viewer, as in I only watch it when 
I watch it with James. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed the show. It didn't feel long at all. It was like, like you said, I think it was like just under three hours. It didn't even feel like that. All the matches, I don't think a single match went over 20 minutes, which is cool. I was pretty, fu- I was pretty upset that there wasn't a single power bomb on the show. Well, if we watch Seedling, bro, you'll get all the fucking power bombs you ever oh, want. Shit. We'll watch a, we'll watch a Seedling show eventually. Right. And uh, but yeah, this I think this was very well paced. Uh, I like how it was presented. Uh, it was easy for me to figure out who was a bee and who was uh, a cat. Yeah, yeah, colors are <laughs> all fucking different colors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I could kind of, even though I don't, I'm bad with the names. I can kind of figure out uh, who's who and who's you know on top and all. So this was uh, I en- I did enjoy watching this. I'm glad you convinced me to watch it and uh, good stuff. Yeah, if you want to start catching up and watching TJPW, you can just uh, catch it on Wrestle Universe or DDC there Universe or whatever the case may be. Uh, I tweet about it whenever they do shows. Hell and yeah. Join the little community of people. It's fun. All right, now it's time to talk about SmackDown from February 21st, 2002. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. Dude, I think about that riff so much. It's so good. Why is it so good? I don't know. They didn't even you know, use also, this theme song very long. They used it for Raw as well, like way before this. Not for. They used that for even less time, right? Oh, it was. I don't even know if it was like was it a one month show? or two. Yeah, I feel like it might have been a couple. Like, yeah, there's. But yeah, they used it then. But that was like ninety. When did that song drop? Because they. I'm shocked that it came back up in 2002. Because that was definitely like 98. Did it come out in 98? I don't. Let me see. I'll have to. Now I gotta look. Uh, yeah, I mean, we absolutely have no the information here because yeah, um, it definitely 96. sounds like ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Wow. You remember Holy that Family shit. Guy episode with Marilyn Manson? Yes, I do. <laughs> remember he was on he was on Celebrity Deathmatch too. Yeah, dude, he was on a lot of shit in like early two thousand, late nineties. Yeah, he was a he's a big deal. part of pop culture. Yeah, like a little weirdo. <laughs> yeah, a little fucking weasel, dude. <laughs> <What's> fucking wrong <laughs> with that guy. I don't know. At least he made this fact out intro because this is fucking Yeah, dope. thank you. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that used to... Oh, that yes. get me so fired up. That still gets me fired up. Hearing it here, it got me fired up. Rockford, Illinois. Your commentator is Michael Cole. Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry? He was going crazy yeah. at night, man. Especially for Stephanie McMahon. He was fucking whoring out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely little girl. <laughs> what the what fuck? A little flower. I'd love to deflower. flower. Yeah. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> She's married. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro, your boss eventually, you weirdo. Yeah, what's going on here, Triple H probably booking at this time. <laughs> he's, say, he's saying it. Triple H is like ringside. Yeah, your wife's kind of fucking hot, bro. Yo, what? Yeah, well, at one point, oh, fuck, uh, we're jumping way ahead, but Tim yeah, White just practically are. wants, like, I fuck Stephanie at one point. <laughs> Tim White took liberties. Dude, he, he, like, he helps Stephanie off the apron, like, kisses her hand, and then winks at Jericho. Like, what the fuck? What's going saw on, Tim White? Saw. Yo, Tim, I'm down here. Uh, so we kicked <laughs> off the show. We had Vince McMahon with a cold open. Vinny Mac starts ah. on the show by saying, I'm good in jet. <laughs> no, he doesn't I'll say this. Oh, he should have. He did he at did, one well, point. He did, <laughs> he did at some point. Uh, this is the era where the NWO comes to WWE and they had the No Way Out pay-per-view. The NWO pay-per-view. <laughs> yes. That was pretty well-timed, though, for real, for real. Like, yeah, it was. They could have debuted at any time. They debuted at NWO. That's pretty cool. And they made them look like complete jabronis. Man, they jabronis oh, use out quick, huh? Wow. It did not take long. They ha- And, like, which crazy is, so Vince is cutting this promo. He's talking about what happened on Raw, which we'll talk about later because they do a 10-minute segment going over what happened on Raw. But They, did the, they said it's a flashback, and then they played just Raw. They just played Raw. Timestamps. It's not flashback. <laughs> it's Raw. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's the angle where the NWO run a tractor trailer into an ambulance that The Rock was inside of, which, cool fucking angle. And it made it to the video game, which is also Shut your mouth. very cool. Yes. Uh, so anything that makes it to a video game is worth remembering. Uh, and it, what I, it was even crazier than I kind of remember, like, the like trailer slamming into this ambulance. Like, what a fucking cool visual. Um, Whoa, so Vince is base Yoshihashi. Vince- <laughs> <laughs> got Loose explosion. <laughs> uh, tacos. Uh, yeah, we may or may not have the New Japan Rambo up also right now. So. Yeah, you may not get running Wrestle Kingdom commentary during this. Sorry about that. Uh, so Vince is talking about uh, punishing the NWO for what they did to The Rock. Uh, you know, they need to be held responsible for their actions and should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. So it turns out that the uh, officers of the uh, law say that uh, the punishment is community service. (laughs) And they have to apologize. Yeah, it's an adequate action that they have to do community service and they have to publicly apologize to not only The Rock, but to all of you. So... What the fuck? Near murder. Uh and and uh just apologize and do and pick up some trash. Piece of trash. You know what? It made me uh it, yeah, I was thinking back to the video game. The way they show it in the video game is a little different. Maybe I remember it more from the the game. video game. Yeah, than I do in my actual mind of what this yeah. was. Because in the video game, it's in the middle of the goddamn street. Out in the middle. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. it's outside of the building. This isn't like the parking lot, but in the game, it's like out front in the regular traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just runs, <laughs> just <laughs> destroys it. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. You're right. It's just <laughs> there's like pedestrians walking by. There's just an ambulance there. The rocks being loaded into the ambulance outside the front of a building, and then the NWO just come flying by. <laughs> 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 NWO for life, dude. <laughs> well, man, I can't wait till we get to that part of the show because Hogan was just, I don't even know yeah. what he was on. But yeah, so Vince cuts a promo and then we get the intro to SmackDown. Beautiful people, man. This was not used very long, but I swear to God, when people think of the SmackDown intro, this is the one they think of most of the time. I, yeah. Oh, shit, Makabe. Yeah, this intro is fucking great. Like Oi, fucking bullet club. <laughs> <laughs> fucking NWO. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> so we get <laughs> we have the show with a Kurt Angle promo. And oh boy. Dude, so 2002, we are in now in the era of not only the you suck chance for Kurt Angle, but we are also in the what chance. Oh my god, this is this is peak what right here like this is this is liberties austin takes liberties with the what's later in the show too it's unbelievable he's not, dude he's not even in the crowd and he's still saying i i seriously think he worked himself to a, into a shoot where like he can't stop fucking saying it he, i don't even think he's <laughs> trying to say it anymore he just oh, does it by the way they uh the beautiful people was used from august 16th 2001 to may 15th 2003 yeah what a year not like maybe like a maybe almost two yeah that's i feel like it was forever like i don't know like that was just a dope yeah no it's, i mean and that might be because we played the game so much <laughs> yeah that could be it yeah but i mean there's also the one you know it's been a long time oh, <laughs> that's right after it yeah <laughs> that one's good too i like that, <laughs> I like that yeah, one it's too. close it's close <laughs> Big show hanging out in the lockers in the in the back <laughs> kurt angle sweating 
I don't know why Beach was in pants backstage. <laughs> and no guy. shirt. <laughs> Weird guy here. I don't know what's happening. Kurt run up the stairs. Brock sweating. Kurt yeah, also sweating. Been a long time. Everyone's sweating. Why are you so sweaty? So Kurt Angle is pissed off and wants to vent his frustrations because he lost his WrestleMania opportunity uh, on Raw this week because of yes. Ric Flair. Thank you, Ric yeah. Flair. Yeah. Don't start with me, people. I'm not in the mood. That's how he starts the promo. <laughs> I'm an Olympic gold medalist. He goes, yeah. this is an open challenge. If anyone in the back has got the guts, you come out and face me right now so I can go <laughs> Olympic on your ass. <laughs> face me in a match so I can show them the definition of pain. <laughs> so, so Kurt pretty much is holding the show hostage here. He says he's not leaving until somebody comes out. How did he know anyone was going to come out? He also says, uh, <laughs> if you don't come out, I'm going to come back there. Who are you going after? <laughs> this is an open Just, any, just open anyone. Challenge. You're going to just, just fight somebody? <laughs> just anybody back there. Taz, And maybe. then, <laughs> it's Kane. And not only is it Kane, but it's Kane in the see-through titty outfit. Oh, <laughs> my God. I literally wrote that. I wrote down Kurt Angle versus Kane with the nipples. Oh, my God. Not only the nipples. He had the see-through titties, and he had see-through thighs as well. This oh is a, a Natalia 2020 gear outfit that Kane's Kane was fucking bricked up during this match, bro. <laughs> why, did he, why did he have that outfit? Kane was bricked up in this match. I don't nipples remember out, that. Thighs showing. Yeah. So what's up, baby? I'll face you one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me get, let me get through that. Don't be the <laughs> This was such a weird era for Kane. Not only did Kane come out with the nipples, Kane was doing punch combinations. <laughs> yeah. Kane was... Dude, this turns into... Like, at one point, this feels like just a shoot wrestling match. So it, it's Kurt versus Kane. I don't even know if there's a... Like, a, this was ever a, a sanctioned official match. There's refs out there, but it's just be trying to break it up for the most part. Um, yeah, yeah. These two are going at it right away. Like, usually, like, when Kane comes out... I like this a lot about this. Usually when Kane comes out and people are like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna get fucked. Kurt Angle is so pissed that he goes right after Kane as Kane gets in the ring. He is not showing any fear. Yeah. He's not intimidated in the slightest. And this whole... I don't know how long this was going on for, but they just whoop each other's ass this whole time. Uh, then Kurt attacks Kane with a chair. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a DQ. So I guess it was an official match. Uh, well, yeah, Kurt because was, he yeah. hits the German suplex, gets a chair, and then beats Kane's ass with a chair. They go, oh, <laughs> fuck it. I guess we're not having a match. <laughs> uh, then Kurt's like near the ropes. Kane spears Kurt through the ropes and almost kills them both. <laughs> he almost took a neck fuck? bump on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that like was the tough. Big e, like uh, when Cesaro did that suicide dive that one time. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's almost exactly what it was. Uh, yeah. Kurt, when he hit the ground, was like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. Uh, this was fucking cool. So, uh, Kane's taking off all the shit on the announcer's table to choke slam Kurt through it. Uh, Kurt reverses it and hits a back suplex. Not even a German, just a back suplex through the table. And that's not it. Dude, that was he awesome. Picked, it was cool. The fucking table exploded, but that was not enough for Kurt. He then picks up Kane and Germans him onto the broken table. <laughs> what the fuck? That was cool. I feel like Kurt was taking liberties with this. I think so, too. Kane must have, this must have been a wrestler's court decision. Yeah, I think so, too. They said, Kane got there with your nipples and your thighs. You get your ass beat. Get that sexy ass whooped. <laughs> and then, speaking of taking liberties, Kurt then hits a belly-to-belly -belly suplex on the timekeeper. Dude. I was so fucking confused. I, that was <laughs> crazy because he was mic'd up and everything. He just took him and tossed him across the fucking way. I was like, wow. <laughs> that was awesome. I liked it a lot. Kurt was primal as hell here. 
Kurt uh, then attacks. He's not. This is still not done. Kurt attacks Kane's ankle with the chair. He puts the ankle lock on him. Kane is tapping out. This made Kurt look like a fucking beast, man. Call this was Kurt awesome. Angle. Call me this Kurt was, Angle. He was, he was perked up for sure. Yeah, Kane this was is sexy dirty. as hell. Kane was looking kind of crazy. I don't know yeah, what was little, happening here tonight. You little, <laughs> little red. <laughs> like a little flower. <laughs> big red freak. <laughs> so you are. <laughs> little flower. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I loved when Kane wiped the announce table clean at the beginning. He's gonna put Kurt through the announce table, and then he knocks the monitor off, and and Jerry goes, "No, I need that." <laughs> ah, can't see. They're right in front awesome. of you, Jerry. <laughs> well, they have to sit there the rest of the night like fucking bozos. No yeah, fucking it's even table. better. They come back later, and Cole and King are just sitting there with they're doing the Andre shot because I guess the cameraman didn't want to. I guess he wanted to get the table in the shot so it's like the andre angle from the floor just pointing up at lawler and cole without a yeah, table all you see is peckers dude yeah. all you see, yeah it's just a pecker shot <laughs> michael cole's jack too he's big arms <laughs> yeah dude he was looking crazy with his little hair <laughs> <laughs> uh so we cut to rick flair backstage after kurt angle goes primal uh, no water flair, bottle, sadly flair and arner yeah sadly <laughs> didn't have 10 minutes to run this flair and arner my son <laughs> They get out backstage, they're watching Kurt Angle go crazy. You know, Flair is the fucking, you know, he's the co-president of the WWF at this point, co-owner. He's the consortium. consortium. He's the consortium of the WWF. And he goes, yeah, whatever, Kurt Angle's all right. <laughs> uh, Undertaker comes backstage, he wants a match with Ric Flair at WrestleMania. Ric Flair said he just, you know, wants to be a businessman. He doesn't want to wrestle anymore. He just wants to be yeah. the co-owner of the WWF. Leave me the fuck alone. Taker asks him if they're going to dance at WrestleMania. No, I don't want to do anything at WrestleMania. No, I want to stop, go home. dead I want man. To go home. I want to go, go home. away, you and your hoodie and your bandana. <laughs> Dookie! <laughs> Dookie! <laughs> Is that you that said that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Dookie and the Rambo. Dookie and the Rambo. Dookie and the Rambo. <laughs> Dookie and the Rambo. Sorry. All right, continue. Dookie. Yeah, so Ric Flair, uh, <laughs> Ric Flair does not want to fucking face Undertaker at WrestleMania. He just wants WCW to be a thing again. Sadly, that's never going to happen. <laughs> please bring back the horseman. <laughs> My hand cramped in this four position. Please help me. And then Taker, uh, and Lisa Rumi said, turns back and looks at Arnie and goes, I guess when it came to the horseman, you were the one with all the guts. No. So what? Ron, get the fuck out of the room, bro. Just leave. You're about to take a spine buster and me need to take it. You better calm down. Dude, Arn is looking good at this point. He looked great here. He should have, like, they, I am I really can't believe they didn't have, like, one match, at least Flair and Arn against somebody. Like, yeah. he looked so I, good. And and he, I mean, God when he did his spine buster, it even looked good. Yeah, and he hits it like yeah, he hits it on uh, at Mania on Taker, and it's fucking clean. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we get <laughs> SmackDown. Your vote. Taz <laughs> says, die, vote or die. What <laughs> <laughs> a die, you motherfucker! Would you come down, down me? That ruled so much ass. I had no clue what was going. on. I just saw Taz. I was like, "Oh, you fucking kidding me!" I was very lost. I don't know what was what? happening. Then yes, SmackDown. Are we, your vote. Were we voting for George W. Bush at this point? Is that who we were voting so. for? SmackDown. Yes, your vote. Yeah, vote w, <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you guys go out there in February 2002. Get your ass out there and vote. Don't yeah, forget. Smack, smack down your vote, actually. Uh, so we come back. Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole are sitting there. The camera makes sure to get as much wiener as humanly possible. <laughs> Cock and balls. Here. They're, they're like, of course, they're talking. They're like, damn, we can't believe this fucking big red bastard just got his ass whooped by Kurt Angle. <laughs> he looked kind of sexy, though. 
Yeah, I don't know what was that dude's nipples, but they got me bricked. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Jerry's crazy. And this is where we start the WWF Jesus. flashback. Dude. This is not any regular flashback. No. They literally played at least 15 to 20 minutes of Raw just straight up. <laughs> yeah, like, this is, there's only been one match on the show and it ended with ZQ. Now we're getting a 20 minute recap of Raw. The poison has arrived. <laughs> Every time they show a new clip, also, I don't know why they did this. Instead of just saying, oh, this happened at the pay-per-view, last Sunday, 8.01 p.m. <laughs> what the f- Why did they have a timestamp for everything here? I kind of wish they was all like that. I need to know the time. It makes it a little cooler to me. <laughs> Do you need to know? I don't think it this had any relevance on what happened. PM. Yeah, it did. To me. <laughs> I wish I wish they would have just, just lied. Like, who do you, how do you even know they're telling the truth? You tell me that they knew for sure that Hogan uh, cut a promo putting himself over at 9.52 p.m. on Raw. <laughs> yeah, they had to check it three times and they gave it to the police. <laughs> so the NWO debuts at the No Way Out pay-per-view. I always yes. thought it was weird that the NWO debuted at this pay-per-view and then the pay-per-view was just a big, big road sign. <laughs> yeah, but, so, well, there's tractor trailers there, too. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is with this. I thought they were going to go. Maybe I thought they were going to go a little more in on the NWO. But I guess at this point, WCW had been dead for quite a bit. So maybe they thought like, it and they wanted it to die new, even more. Yeah, maybe they thought it, they just wouldn't have as much hoopla than if they would have yeah. came in immediately when WCW sure. folded. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that was the fucking case, man. I I, I feel like they could have treated this a lot different, but uh, it still made right, for dude. The NWO coming to WWE it was like the dream of every wrestling fan at that time, like uh, that watched during that time. You're telling me they couldn't? They could have got a year out of that. Yeah, but for some reason they had them debut at No Way Out and go, "Hey, man, we're just here to kind of hang out, you know? We're just whatever." And you know, that was, the, that was the big thing. Vince goes, I'm going to inject a lethal <laughs> dose. And Hulk Hogan goes, uh, hey, brother, we just want a job. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, it's not even like it's like two months later and all of them lose at Mania. <laughs> and then Hogan goes, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm kind of done with this whole NWO. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> Damn, dude. He played these dudes hard. Yeah, he just wanted a contract, uh, bro. He just wanted a job. So at, at the No Way Out pay-per-view, Austin faced Jericho for the undisputed title. The NWO interfered, costing Austin the match, and they spray-painted NWO on Steve Austin's back. And St Scott Hall did a diamond cutter. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Austin never, ever gave Scott Hall anything on any of those stunners, no! bro. Ever. He None didn't of get, them. Scott Hall gave gave Austin some of the best stunners he ever did. Austin didn't even bump for them things. He didn't even, he didn't <laughs> even think about it. Made sure they look like shit every time. <laughs> he never hit one good one ever on, no. on Austin ever. Yeah, that was crazy. I couldn't believe that. Oh, um, then at 9:04 p.m. on Monday, Austin cut a promo. <laughs> Austin comes out, calls him out on Raw. They come out and then they just leave. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then at nine seventeen p.m., uh, Stone Cold's getting arrested, and Scott Hall says, "Have a nice night in jail." But then at nine thirty nine p.m., Hogan tells Hall and Nash to head out. They were all going to leave shoot in a limo. Times? Did you write these times down? Yes, motherfucker. Oh they put God. them on the screen, and I'm making sure the that they down. know that oh they put God. these in the promos to convince me that at nine seventeen oh they did that, and then at nine thirty nine, Hogan told Hall and Nash to leave yeah, in the limo. Yeah, something to say. Tiger Mask. Oh, shit, look at that. Whoa. Uh, uh, at 9.52 p.m., Hogan cut a promo, putting himself over. <laughs> he just talks about himself the whole time. There will uh, never be a bigger star than me, brother. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm really good, brother. Don't worry about Hall Nash, dude. <laughs> he, he told his friends to go home so he could put himself over. <laughs> Fuck. Look, I really need this job, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of kids, dude. Linda's draining me, bro. <laughs> 
alimony. <laughs> Jay Law, alimony. <laughs> I know about that. What? <laughs> Uh, the Rock interrupts, but they didn't tell me what time it happened at, so it really fucked up my timeline. <laughs> oh no, no times! They didn't, they didn't when did tell the Rock me. Arrive? When did the they Rock show say. up? Uh, the Rock challenges Hogan to a match at Mania, uh, and then the Rock hits the Rock bottom on Hogan, and NWO attack Rocket not at ten oh seven p.m. <laughs> oh, thank you. We're good. Just, we got time. Then it took from te- they whooped his ass from ten oh seven p.m. to ten eighteen p.m. when the Rock is getting loaded into the ambulance. <laughs> So it was quite the beatdown. Yeah, I, it was funny because like they're trying to set up for the Hogan versus Rock match at Mania. Uh, the Rock, you know, the Rock goes, you know, what about a match with the Rock? That's one of the most <laughs> iconic moments ever. And then Hogan yeah. said, "No." And then it ends up <laughs> that match never happens. Hogan leaves wrestling. The Rock goes to TNA, and then he immediately meets the requirements for a pay raise from Jeff Jarrett, which is fucking one in a two shot. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. Imagine a world where that was really what happened. He's at the meeting. He's sitting there. Rikishi's off to the side because he got the recommendations. He's like, you know what? You can't take me. I got just the thing. He stands to the side, raising the roof as The Rock is being interviewed by Jeff Jarrett. And he says, hmm, you actually check one of these bucks. Look at the list. Hmm. You are is The Rock. Is he The Rock? Yeah, you are The Rock. You know what? You're in. That would be an awesome timeline. Probably better than the actual timeline. God. How did that? That's fucked up, man. I wish we like had a, a more pull in wrestling around that time. <laughs> what about Match with the Rock? No, brother. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> I want Austin. <laughs> the fuck are you? <laughs> that's why we're beating up Austin. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we're, doing Austin angle, dude. we're doing an Austin angle. Rock, go away. <laughs> they, Hogan didn't want to wrestle Rock so much, he tries to kill him. <laughs> So, 10, 18 p.m., The Rock is loaded into the ambulance, and then it, uh, it's driving away, and it gets stopped by a tractor trailer. Uh, and the NWO is back in a limo. They never left. The NWO attacked the ambulance. The EMT's running away. It's just straight out of the Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, it is. It truly is. Uh, just smashing with, a, with pipes and tire irons. Uh, the NWO then chained the back of the ambulance to keep The Rock in there, despite the fact that The Rock is strapped to a stretcher. <laughs> he was not going anywhere. He's on the gurney the whole time, yeah. He was, as this is going on. Uh, and then they run this trailer into the ambulance. And what does Hogan say before this, James? Oh, my God. All right, so <laughs> Hogan... Dude, I swear to God, he don't even know what he's saying. He's just saying <laughs> words. He's just doing... Just hitting the fucking lines to the, the sound bites. Yeah, so he they they slap up this this ambulance with all the 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 stuff, make sure he doesn't get out or whatever. Hall locks the doors shut, and then Hollywood goes into the big rig, and right before he does it, he, he pats him on the back, and he goes, "Hey, let Hollywood lay the smack down on its crippled ass NWO style for life." <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? Let Hollywood lay the smack down on his crippled ass NWO let me tell you something, style brother. for life. <laughs> What the fuck? Why you let the thousands and millions of NWOites run all over his ass, dude, for life's too sweet? NWO for life. Just everything was for life. What did that mean? How about you go one on one with The Rock? No. All right. Well, how about for life? Oh, he starts hulking up. <laughs> what about a match with The Rock? No. <laughs> for life, no. 
Never. <laughs> never talk to me again. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna, I don't want to wrestle you so much. I'm going to have my friends hit you with this trailer for life. Why the side house coming ass in WO style for life? He said that with a straight face. I mean, you are 40 something years old at this point. <laughs> Just he's unbelievable. So, he's so tan. <laughs> God, he is incredibly tan. You know what's even more fucked about this? They hit the rock with this trailer. The rock comes back in like a week. <laughs> Mania's in three weeks. You go one on one with the rock. <laughs> he fucking gets pissed, slammed with his trailer. How's he not dead? He's I don't know when he comes back, but he's in time for Mania. <laughs> Dude, we, we saw we saw Triple H fucking die at Survivor yeah. Series. He got and flipped he, upside down. He took like two weeks off and then came back. So like that's what happened here. Yeah, there's something in the it's, water out there. I don't it's know. Unbelievable for life. Yeah, <laughs> at least they got the match out of it where the crowd was super into it. That's an all timer. That's when wrestling ended for me. <laughs> that was that was literally the season finale of the WWE. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything after was some the, shitty spinoff. The series finale. <laughs> Every, after that, everything was just like non-canon. This sucks. Put it aside. Bam. Non-canon. <laughs> this is the Netflix version. Get this fucking shit out of here. The live-action WWF movie. Get the fuck out of here. For life. This is the NWO style for life version. Get this fucking shit out of here. <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> Dude, so Hogan uh, hits him, hits the ambulance, but not only once, he hits it three times. At oh, least yeah, three. that's right. What's in, up with I, that? I think in my head, it wasn't that many times because I thought in the games, it was just them replaying it. Yeah, I, you're right. Like a, like a slow-mo kind of... Yeah, like gimmick. they go just back, just different angles. Like it's the same spot, but just different angles. But I Which guess it was Which makes it even crazier times. that Rock comes back so quickly. Yes! <laughs> they destroyed the ambulance, and then Rock said... Do you want to go one on one with The Rock at WrestleMania? <laughs> he pops his head out of the ambulance. <laughs> the Rock says, "NWO style for life." I didn't get an answer. <laughs> that would have been way actually way fucking cooler than what they did. He pops out the back of the gurney. <laughs> the Rock says, the, "The ambulance doors got busted open, so his gurney rolls out of the back of it." He pops his head up, eyebrow raised. <laughs> so, do you want to go? <laughs> One on one with the great one. No, dude. <laughs> the Rock can't. The Rock literally can't talk unless he's cutting a promo. So that's all he can do. I don't want to wrestle you ever for life. <laughs> I'm going to TNA now. Bye. <laughs> I would love someone so to draw that. Just the 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 Rock just peeking his head of a busted ass ambulance. The Rock says. <laughs> Do you want a match with the great one? No. How about a match with the rock? His bloody, busted up head peeking out of the ambulance. Bags the fucking shit up and hits him again. <laughs> fucking please. Runs over his head. Just gets his, right back up. His beheaded rock head rolling around. What about now? <laughs> this is fucking Evil Dead. This is a Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch he clips that. his head to his fucking waistband. The Rock still wants that match. <laughs> the millions. <laughs> so that was all a flashback. None of this actually happened on this show. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't on SmackDown at all. So that happened all. Uh, now we get to the NWO public apology. Um, this is where this is part of their uh, gimmick they have to do, where they have to do community service and they have to publicly apologize. Yes. 
by law. So NWO comes out with a piece of paper, a very scripted apology. And yes. Michael Cole really says it a lot. He said, this is scripted. This is scripted. This whole show is scripted. He's, Michael Cole says, they're reading from a prepared statement. They don't even mean this. <laughs> yeah, no shit, bro. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> Kevin Nash starts it off. Uh, it's really just a bunch of bullshit. It's very boring, to be honest with you. It's, um, yeah, it's it's what you think it would be. What a prepared apology. So then he hands it off to uh, Scott Hall, and I was really hoping that Scott Hall would get the paper and look at it, and he go, "Hey yo, <laughs> I was really it says right here, survey time." <laughs> <laughs> Hogan has a good line here, though. He says, uh, "Hogan says, Rock, I hope you can forgive me, <laughs> like I have forgiven you for attacking me first." <laughs> Yeah, Hogan's part was the best part. They didn't even give anything to Nash at all. That was pretty good. Uh, the NWO here just looked like complete fucking geeks. Like, good lord. Uh, yeah, they're... Tough. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I wouldn't have did it this way, but you know. No, yeah. So anyways, the glass breaks. Stone Cold's about to go beat somebody's ass. Oh, so hell yeah. Stone Cold drives into the arena with his truck and his crowbar. Through the set. Yeah, that was... It. Dude, that's where Undertaker comes out from later, too. Yeah. It's yeah, through, so like, I the, didn't even know that this, was there. This is the glass shattery uh, SmackDown Fist era. So this he drives mm -hmm. like right through the shattered glass part of the stage and it looks fucking cool. It moves cool. it too. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was cool. Yeah. Dri this is not like a slow drive in like Eddie Guerrero style. He is... He rolled the fucking entranceway. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he jumps out. The NWO is running away from this one man, of course. Uh, Austin gets out with a tire iron, <laughs> just whooping ass. Nash and Hogan get away. Scott Hall does not get away. Austin just beating him with his tire iron. Ho uh, Hall gets his ass whooped. Hogan and Nash uh, go backstage and leave. Uh, <laughs> and they leave. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but then Austin gets into the truck, and they, they get Hall, but... I, see, I don't know. This was confusing to me. So I thought I was like, okay, he's just going to steal Hall here. Austin gets back in this truck and he's going to back the truck up into Hall. But Hogan and Nash get Hall and they go backstage together. But mm -hmm. that's not. Eventually they lose him somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it literally from the stage to the next cut, <sighs> Scott Hall, I think, tripped and fell and then they just left him there. Yeah. They didn't show that though, did they? No, no, of course not. Okay. They just, yeah. So they ran yeah. into the room and Scott Hall wasn't there. It's kind of like yeah. Left for Dead when you make it to the last, you make it to the last room, and you're like, there's yeah, like one guy who got caught. See the like, bodies Fuck. on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that one guy got caught by the damn one on the roof, and you're just like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> get this guy. So Stone Cold tried to run him over the truck. It cuts back from commercial. Uh, NWO's backstage. They're trying to get into their limousine that's been vandalized. <laughs> Hogan walks up to the limo and goes, "What?" And it pans <laughs> over to the limo, and there's a big "What?" on it, which was just that fantastic. Was pretty, that was really yeah, good. That was too. great. <laughs> That was like the funniest thing on the whole show, to be honest. That was like yeah. real, like office level first season shit. It doesn't even season. feel like I feel like they didn't even think. I think that was Hogan's like actual, actual just response, and it just happened. And it says what, what? on the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So after that, it cuts to uh, tonight. SmackDown is brought to you by Truth, which I guess is an anti-smoking thing. We also have the Resident Evil movie, the very first one, I believe. Yes. Um. Which actually isn't a bad movie. I don't think I saw it. Oh man, you gotta check it out. It's cheesy as fuck. But Vote yeah, for it's... for SGH. Yeah, we should. Someone do that. Uh, and Hungry Man, one pound of meat. <laughs> <laughs> for men. Only for men. No women. Don't eat this Dude, shit if you're I a woman. I forgot how popular these meals were back in the day. Like These things were crazy Do they still popular. exist? Yeah, dude. You can get the Hungry Man's at the store right now. Hell yeah. We should get that with some stacker too. There's a guy on YouTube that reviews meals. Um, God, okay. what's his name? Oh, wow. I'm not going to be able to remember now. But okay. I watch him all the time. He's a funny yeah. dude. Um, he reviews these uh, old time like meals sure. like this. Not only Hungry Man, but like 
Stouffer's and like kid cuisine and okay yeah, yeah yeah god it's just like wow some of this food is fucking it reminds, just... it's not la beast but it's a guy like that right ah uh, it Hunger... is brutal moose that's what it is brutal oh moose. okay okay yeah he's a he's a real funny dude he puts in a lot of like uh sound effects like when you eat sure. food or he presses like <laughs> oh shit yeah it's funny and you get to look <laughs> back at like it's funny because i grew up on these i used to eat these all the time like kid cuisine yeah. and shit and like well, you're stacking too, like, and you're looks like much. goop, bro. It's just goop. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you know, uh, it's apple dessert. It doesn't even it's name very the wet. apple dessert. <laughs> yeah, that's way, it's very notoriously moist. wet. Yeah. So after that, we get Edge versus Christian. Uh, this is a singles match. I'm guessing they yeah. had broken up at some point in the past year. I uh, I want your opinion on this pyro. Okay. Because I wasn't sure if it was a word. Okay. Well, first off. Never gonna stop me. <laughs> Never gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So not only was it Rob Zombie. But Christian had Christian, Christian. Yeah. Dude, that rules. That yeah. riff goes crazy too. It does. Um, so Edge music looks here. Absolutely fantastic at this Dude, point. Dude, Edge is jacked. So Christian comes out the exact fucking opposite. He's got a mesh shirt on. And he's, <laughs> is that Kane's gear on? <laughs> yeah, this is rough right here. Um, so Christian comes out, and yeah, his pyro was uh, fucked up. <laughs> like, you know, he has the reigning pyro. Like, I, I guess if if you weren't watching. Back then, it's the Randy Orton pyro, like the raining down gold from the entranceway. Um, And like only like maybe a foot of it, like it doesn't cover the whole thing. It covers just one side, kind of. And he comes out and sells it. But like if this was on purpose, why? Just because the story is he's a loser, so everything goes wrong for him. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's this, all was, I could this was definitely, uh, definitely a gimmick. So okay, um, Christian comes out and the the pyro is real fucked, fucked up. I mean, it's like uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's like when we watched that TNA episode and it just went. Except <laughs> 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 so for this was a gimmick and that was a shoot. Um, so Christian comes out, he looks at his pyro, he's fucking pissed off. He pitches a fit about it on the stage and then <laughs> runs down. Yeah, it runs down the Ed, ramp because Edge gets the. Edge gets Rob Zombie, the smoke he just got, and Christian comes he out. Gets and everything. Just, <laughs> 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 so, he's pissed off. Um, this is way deep into Christian's "I'm a big baby" gimmick, um, and they they end up having this match, which is pretty all right for the most part. Yeah, um, it was they okay. They, they didn't don't do, do anything, anything crazy, right? No, it's uh, there is one thing that I feel like you and I both have been wanting to talk about. <laughs> um, Edge uh, locks in a submission move now. You listening uh, at home right now or wherever you where you call wherever you want. Uh, if I tell you Edge won with a submission, I want you to in your head think of what the name of that move is. Because I think we all kind of know. It's, boom, you know, boom, boom, even, boom, even if you call it the wrong thing, you probably were closer to what Jerry Lawler called it here. <laughs> they were really trying uh, to drive this home too, huh? Yeah. Jerry Lawler uh, refers to this move. The educator is what the actual move. Refers to it as the figure four edge lock. And it wasn't just like a passing comment. Like he doesn't just say figure four edge lock. He says, ah, figure four edge lock. Isn't that right, Jerry? Not figure four edge lock. Yeah, like, JR oh. calls it that too. JR yeah, says it's this too. Oh yeah, this is Cole there. Yeah, Cole, Cole's there like, are many eh, people calling it sure. the figure four edge lock. <laughs> I heard backstage that they're calling it the figure four edge lock. <laughs> I've seen a lot recently. A lot of people Fuck. are calling it the figure four he edge lock. He says it so many goddamn times and it doesn't stick, obviously, because somebody must have heard him say this and say, that sounds fucking lame as hell. Figure I don't four know, edge man. lock. I, I, I heard in all my next videos with edge that I'm always going to call it that. From what <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I know me. it from now on as that. <laughs> So, so that's you're what right. I've known it as from the future, <laughs> starting now. <laughs> the figure four edge Mandela lock. effect. It was always the figure four edge lock. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna clip that one part of it. I'll be like, look, it, it is this. You piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, figure four edge lock. Uh, edge wins, and then Christian uh, gets on the mic. He's crying. 
He cuts a promo. He says, I guess you're expecting me to throw a temper tantrum, huh? And everyone's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you Christian goes, you want me to piss my pants, huh? You maybe, maybe shit and come? <laughs> well, how about I just quit? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you one better. <laughs> I quit. So then Christian, Christian shitted it and farted it and yeah, covered and all over the, the fucking ring. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. What about his and Johnson? Ben said, maybe I was wrong about that guy. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> That guy gets shittered, pissered, and covered all He'll on do anything time. with his business that he loves. <laughs> he can shit and piss and come for life, dude. <laughs> NWO that, style. That's what NWO style for life is. NWO style for life is that you can shit and piss and come for life. This podcast is NWO style for life. Too sweet. <laughs> I'm just too sweet. <laughs> they, oh yeah they said he said man i guess edge just wasn't good to his brother tonight i said oh my god i totally forgot that oh, yeah. everybody in the tag division was brothers they had to be because the dudleys and the hardys were brothers <laughs> so they gotta be brothers was shoot yeah. brothers at, to, to WWE i liked wrestling better when everyone was brothers when was the last Me time too. they when was the last time they did the, like a fake brother tag team that doesn't happen anymore does it no it doesn't they don't even try with that yeah I guess it's yeah. just because everyone knows too much that they don't yeah, even bother. Yeah, probably. But I would definitely do well, it. They, like, they did do Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's son. <laughs> and they ran with it, too. That's fucked. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so after Edge and Christian, we cut backstage to the NWO. Um, Hall and Nash, uh, well, I guess Nash and Hogan are still running yes. away from Austin. Hall is, I'm guessing Stone Cold somehow got him. Uh, Nash and Hogan don't even look for Scott. At first, uh, Kevin's like, yeah, maybe we should look for him. And Hogan goes, yeah, yeah, we should look for him. And he goes, no, no, never mind. Scott is resourceful. We don't need to do it. He'll yeah, figure it out himself. he's resourceful. That was just chill, he says. Uh, Steve Austin then is walking up to a walk-in freezer. He opens the door up, and Scott Hall is bounding back to this chair. <laughs> he, has, he has tape over his mouth. He's looking disheveled. Austin says, is it cool enough in here for you? What? <laughs> you you calling off, son? You don't mind if I drink a beer, do you? Is that going to upset you? What? Am I going to offend you if I drink a beer? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just want to drink one beer. What? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your little friends? What? Where's your little friends? What? <laughs> want to come into the WWF and ruin my title shot? What? <laughs> He said, you want one of these? And then he, he he grabs two beer bottles. He opens one and drinks one. And then he says, you want one of these, son? And he puts the beer bottle on Scott's shoulder. But it obviously is keeps rolling off. So Austin, like, replaces this on his shoulder, like, three Boop. different times. Boop. And then he's also, Boop. he keeps playing with Scott Hall's hair this whole promo, too. Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of creepy, honestly. A lot of this was it creepy. It was weird. I don't know what's going on. So Steve just ends up leaving him locked in the freezer. And, uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens next. Great. Uh, we get to maybe, that's not even a maybe, this is easily the best match of the night. Uh, the Hardy oh Boys God. and Rob Van Dam versus Lance Storm and the Dudley Boys. Yes. Six-man tag action. What the fuck was Matt Hardy wearing during his entrance? <laughs> He's wearing a big pervert trench coat. <laughs> he was swagged out of his mind. He said, I gotta have something. I can't have nothing. <laughs> he didn't need nothing. The Hardy Boys come out. Rob Van Dam comes out. Lance Storm comes out. Yeah, we're coming down. Coming down. Dang, I can't dang, believe dang. it. Not only is it, oh god, yeah, we're coming down. All of a sudden, <laughs> the Duchess of oh, Dudleyville. Oh boy, dude, I laughed. I cried. I fist pumped the air. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. For this life, this is the greatest night. This she is look, truly NWO style for life. She did look fantastic. I will give you that, dude. But you know. Trish I just, just couldn't even this believe brand, this, dude. So. We got Rob Van Dam. Whoa. We got yeah, 
we're coming down <laughs> and we got the duchess all at one time oh my this, god like you said this so did i for some reason in my mind i don't remember rvd not having pyro so that was weird. He just didn't have Pyro during his entrance. Yeah, he didn't. But he still had the cool songs. It was all good. And yeah, this was... is an all-time RVD attire for me. Oh, like the green God. RVD text. Yeah, I think it's tough like to it. pick my favorite because he has so many good ones. Like I feel like they just always are good. Yeah, I think they are too. I think he just had a really good artist, and I think his designs were evil, are uh, pretty easy. This uh, is they also were just like let me get some dragons and some uh, yeah, the, peace, put, yin yang signs. And well, me... you put some fucking stuff on there, dude. Hey, dude, <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> Go medieval or whatever. Cool. <laughs> Whoa. You have two belts? <laughs> Whoa, look at that fucking dragon. <laughs> you should put Fonzie on there. <laughs> yeah, Sabu, I think so too. <laughs> so Jeff Hardy also, uh, I think this is all I think Jeff Hardy wore this and shut your mouth because it was the hat with the ponytail, uh, the pigtails through them. Yeah, dude, I uh I could not believe I was like, damn, I forgot that. Yeah, what the fuck is this? See this fucking guy? <laughs> yeah, this is fuck right here, dude. Fucking Albert Einstein. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Sorry, this new fucking, fans. Off. This fucking guy's in base world, man. That's crazy. <laughs> He's got the chain too, chained out of his mind. Yo, what in the? You're fucking wow. up the review. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's got the hat on with stop typing in the chat. <laughs> See, Tony's here and falls apart. Oh my god, the boot cut. <laughs> wow. Oh, All right, god. so anyways. Uh, yeah, Hardy so Jeff Hardy with, with the, the hat. Jeff, okay, the hat and the hair. Yeah, he wrestled yes. the whole fucking match with the hat on. I think yeah. that's so crazy, man. Just I was impressed. wrestling with a dad hat on. That's how, that, how did he keep it on? It, it, the hair must have been uh, holding it down or something. Holding it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holding it down. Uh, uh, Matt Hardy went brolic in this match. I uh, dude was breaking shit. out moon salt like it won't nothing. I mean, like yeah. just a completely different kind of beast back in two thousand two. Um, yeah. There's a reason that he always got shot after shot at this point, and they always sure. want to do something with him because not only was he not afraid to change stuff up, uh, he was also a very underrated worker. Truly, he was cool. Yeah. Um, the finish of this match, th this match was fun, but the finishing sequence of this was real fucking crazy. They went like a mile a minute for like two minutes. Uh, RVD goes up top to do the five star. Stacy crotches him on the top rope, so Lita goes to attack her, but then Devon stops Lita from attacking Stacy. Devon goes to hit Lita. Matt blocks it. Goes for the twist of fate. Then they uh, he gets shoved off, and then out of nowhere, 3D. Just it was 3D. such a clean 3D too. Like it was split second, they had to be in the perfect spot to hit 3D. Uh, then they cover Matt. One, two. Jeff hits the Swanton. Uh, Lita hits the Lita Canrana. RVD hits the five star. One, two, three. What a goddamn finish. Not only did he have to he hit the five star, he had to change his way that he was moved because Lance yeah. Storm was not. And maybe that's what made this so fucking cool was that Lance Storm was not in the right position for this. No. And like RVD just went with it anyways. And like yeah. he went up to do the five that's star he and he had to turn like 180 to hit yeah. Lance Storm correctly. And he it still cool. gave him the move right. Everything went great. It made it look even better. Lita's Lita Canrana is fucked because like she's like the only one i know that she legit, whips yeah she legit throws her entire body out um yeah which makes it look like it makes her look incredibly long it's yeah. it's really a different looking uh, uh run it's, off the top it's more like a head scissors but just from how it's done it's so 
it is real weird. You're right. She like puts her entire weight into it. Like, you know. yeah. it always looked dope too. And the way they set yeah. up this finish was fantastic. I yeah, love I this like match. It. it was good. Yeah. Like this was a reminder of how good everyone in the mid card was at this point. Yeah. Like just real good stuff. It's pretty dope. So NWO is backstage again. It's not too much here. Just Hogan and Hall kind of looking for, or Hogan and Nash looking for Scott Hall. Uh, just kind of moving around. They left the room yeah. and now they're like, oh, I guess we should go look for him. Uh, then we have the WWF whack of the night. <laughs> tobacco is wacko. Is this another truth thing? Because that's buttoutnow.com was tobacco is wacko. Yeah, that was. Tobacco that was is one. wacko. Yeah, the whack of the night is uh, Kurt getting hit with a pedigree. <laughs> it's Kurt Angle getting his ass whooped. It's my time. It's my time. <laughs> Triple H is going to Mania, baby. Hell uh, yeah. After the whack of the night, we get Ric whack Flair this. backstage. Ric Flair's backstage. He's talking to somebody on the phone, uh, yeah. trying to figure out what to do next. He's like, is WCW coming trying back to put, or not? Trying what to put the horseman back together. <laughs> He's like, hey, what y'all doing, man? You trying to get in there? <laughs> so man says, what's going on in here? She comes in the room and bends down to make sure her titties aren't shot. See what's going down with Big Ricky all. Good God. She is uh, looking nice. Yeah. Stephanie nice. McMahon is pissed that Triple H is going to Mania. Thanks for nothing, Rick. You didn't help us here. You bitch. Stephanie Stephanie hears the toilet go off and she's like, oh, what do you got? Arn Anderson in here? But Your little horseman what? buddy. It's actually Triple H taking his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping a big deuce. Triple H comes out and says, whoa, you're my wife. <laughs> you, guys, you know what they say, Stephanie? Life is a peep. And then you marry one. Uh, and then she leaves. She storms out and Flair, as she's leaving, says, don't leave mad. Just leave. Ah. <laughs> uh, Stephanie women. says, damn, they do say that. They do say that. They do say that. <laughs> that line. I heard it before. Whoa. Uh, so after that, we got to Scott Hall and Stone Cold again. And Stone Cold is just going to fucking town with this dude. I mean, he, he is, is just... Taking, taking liberties with liberties what? to the fullest extent. He's pushing Hall around in a chair. He says, you want to go on a ride with Stone Cold, huh? <laughs> what? He gets right in Hall's face, who has tape over his mouth, and he says, if you want to go on a ride with Stone Cold, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes, give me a hell yeah. What? <laughs> says, I didn't hear you. You didn't say nothing. <laughs> and then he's just rambling. He says, those three letters on your chest, are they supposed to impress me? What? Intimidate me? What? If it does, it don't. What? what? <laughs> Legitimate what? Actual Legitimate what, what noises? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go pay you big son of a bitch. What? <laughs> Stur- Scott Hall's chair starts randomly rolling away, and then Steve grabs the chair and he turns it back around. You look at me when I'm talking, you son. <laughs> Scott Hall doesn't do anything this whole fucking night. He no, just sits there. No, he doesn't there. sell. He just stares. He's like drunk. <laughs> He's already drunk. <laughs> you got the second hands. Honestly, you could be my designated driver. I can't drive. I've been drinking. That'd be stupid. Responsible <laughs> Stone Cold is my favorite Stone Cold. <laughs> what? Takes him again away. He takes him away again. And then what is up next, my friend? The WWF <laughs> Stacker 2 Burn of the Week. <laughs> Not only. Is it the stagger to burn of the week? But the commercial is Taz in the Sopranos. Oh my stopping, god! Stopping a tractor trailer full of stagger to <laughs> motherfucking goo. They're gonna steal this whole fucking truck. They also had addiction. Understandable. <laughs> So, uh, the Stacker 2 Burn of the Week is the APA beats Billy and Chuck at No Way Out, and they'll meet the tag team champions at WrestleMania. Yes. Well, guess what? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy surprise. and Chuck will see you at WrestleMania. Yeah. So we get NWO backstage again. Hogan is walking around with a big shovel, which is very on the nose. <laughs> I, just <laughs> real good shit here, honestly. Nash is carrying around a pipe to lay some. So then we get Taz and Spike Dudley, who are the WWF Tag Team Champions at this point. Yes. Versus Billy and Chuck. Um, for Taz the tag and Spike, titles. maybe the tag champions uh, for only a short amount of time, right? Yeah, I, I'm. Yes. Because. Oh, I yeah. swear they well, Yeah, because they lose them here. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have them for long at all. No, and I don't think so either. They didn't make it very convincing either. <laughs> they no. come out, they say, they beat Test and Booker. I had no fucking clue how. And they beat them. <laughs> Taz is out here all jacked up on Stacker, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, the APA are watching backstage very uh, nonchalantly, just watching the monitor uh, as this match goes on. That's a good job, uh, man. It was a match. Taz locks in the goddamn but Billy breaks it up. Uh, Spike goes for the Dudley dog. It gets countered uh, by Billy, and then uh, Spike eats a super kick from Chuck, and then a Famouser uh, for the win. New tag team champions, Billiam and Chuckathy. Dude. Chuck had the little pigtail braids. Yeah, he should have put a hat on, like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that haircut was crazy. And Ch- Billy and Chuck's gimmick at this point is that everyone is pretty sure they're gay, but Except they them. definitely say yes. they're not gay. Yeah, pretty much. And there's a there's an interview that kind of is also. It, it, you're right. That's the whole gimmick. Because even when like, which is weird that they even went as far as to go to the wedding angle. But I guess that <laughs> the wedding angle was good because they're gonna get married and they're like, we don't, we're not, we're not gay. What the we're hell? not gay. We're not <laughs> are gay at you all. Sure. What's going on here? <laughs> Why are we even here? How'd you set up this wedding? We didn't agree. So uh, before we get to the Billy and Chuck promo part, we get to uh, Stone Cold and Scott Hall backstage again. They go backstage. Scott Hall is still not doing anything but rolling around in his chair all night. Yes. Um, Stone Cold comes across a sign. It's an engineering sign. He goes, engineering? I can't take that. I don't have a college degree. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Dude, even... I for, oh, I, I for, I'm glad I wrote this down because I would have completely forgot. Just before that, they when it cuts into the, the segment... He's wheeling hall around, like down this hallway, and he says, "You want me to sing you a song? You like music, don't you?" It ne- he never. Why did he? Why did, why did he say this? He never sings him a song. It never comes up again. He's just talking, bro. It. He's just talking. He's just talking shit. He's just talking, and no one giving him anything back. Cause Scott Hall can't talk this whole night, so it's just don't go, go. Yeah, I got that get a college degree. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> they stop at maintenance. He says, "Oh, that, that's the stop." And he wheels him into this cage. And he says, "Oh," and there's a uh, a light at the top. And he he puts the hall on. He says, "Oh, look, it's a spotlight. You're a big star." And he plays with the hair again. Stupid little ponytail makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> makes me sick. The pipe drops. So it's all right. <laughs> that was later. <laughs> no, that happens in this one too. There's a pipe drop here too. Yes, there's a pipe drop oh. right when he goes. You want to be a big star, huh? You got the spotlight, oh. yeah. Because I wrote, and, I definitely wrote that for the dude, one later. The next time they pipe drop twice in the same segment. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, I was to say, you're a piece of cheese. You're the bait. Your little friends gonna look for you because they like you. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> when your friends get here, they're gonna say hello to my little friend. What? Just sit there and shut up. Thank you. <laughs> Jim, it's Austin talking to himself. Uh, so then we get to the Billy and Chuck promo part. They're just so happy to win the tag team titles. Yes. Uh, the APA comes up and Bradshaw goes, 
See, is this supposed to be gay or what? What's the, what's yeah. your gimmick here? I don't really know you what's going gay? on. Yeah, are you cool. guys gay or no? <laughs> what's, what's and they're like, no, no. Dude, we're good. like, all right, well, you're you gay. guys want to kiss or something? You want to hug? No, we're yeah. good, man. We're, we just already you guys can that. go get your freak on, you know, that you won because you're gay. We're like, no, we're <laughs> no, not. We're not gay. Totally not gay at all, dude. <laughs> Thinking back, this gimmick actually was really good. <laughs> you guys are gay, I mean, no, dude. So after that, we go back to the backstage, and wow, my God, Hogan and 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 Kevin Nash, Nash finally found yes. Scott Hall. They are looking for. Holy shit! Let me see this outfit <laughs> is this like a daryl outfit i think it's like a yeah it's a tie-dye daryl big daryl wow. hoodie wow he's really that's pretty fucking win, awesome huh? actually yeah that's dope um yeah hogan and ash are looking for scott hall again they find him and scott is you know he's got tape over his mouth trying to <laughs> warn them and nash drops the pipe drink beer <laughs> Austin attacks him, locks him in the cage. Uh, he steals Scott Hallway. He says, look at your little friend. He's going bye-bye. He's going bye-bye. There's no way out. Get it. <laughs> yeah, what? I want Stone Cold thinks. He probably thinks the NWO just stands for no way out. He's like, we have the whole pay-per-view. What? <laughs> NWO what? Yeah, so he steals Hall once again. Uh, Stephanie McMahon comes out. She goes, it's my time. It's my time. She gets so in the ring. She still has his my time, but Triple H doesn't. No. Triple H has got Which, his new one. He, he's got, you know I got you. She has yeah. it for a, a while, too, I feel like. I don't know when she changes to, I'm all grown up now. When she comes GM, maybe? Is that when he changes it? Yeah, maybe. When when did we watch with Lesnar? Was that 2003? That would have been, I feel like that's a three, so that's not too far away. Yeah, I feel like her entrance music was different at that point. So, yeah, I feel like we're not too far away from that. <laughs> she gets in the ring and somebody throws popcorn at her. <laughs> You try to bag ho? Because Jericho comes out and says, uh, she ain't try, hey, calm down, she ain't trying to bag ho no more. She's all right. <laughs> she says, before we watch Undertaker kick Triple H's ass tonight, I have an announcement to make. And it cuts to a sign in the crowd. <laughs> and this oh, sign. Oh, not this sign. This sign. I have no fucking idea what this guy was going for. It says HHH going vertically down the left side. And then it says, Steph, your, Y-O-U-R, game is over. In each spot of the H's. So I don't know if this guy got the wrong message about how what HHH stands for. To but be I don't fair, think back in the day, it. I did a sign just like that for Rob did Van you? Dam. I did, yeah, for Rob Van Dam, I did a sign uh, back when I was in middle school. Uh, yeah. We went to a one in Richmond, and I, we were really big on Rob Van Dam at the time. As you should be. Um, and we did a sign. I think we wrote like RVD, WWF. Smackdown, but it was like all you know what I mean. It wasn't like in a row. It See, was just like I went. That's. I mean, I. Oh, I been here's what too. we did. Um, okay. I'll show it on the screen for that. Oh you can't shit! See it here, but I'll show it. On the okay. Screen. Um, it it's it says RVD, but then it goes Rob Van Dam down, so it looks like RVD OA BNM WWF. <laughs> Do you still have that? You have the picture? Yeah, I still have the picture. No, oh no, no. I, I'm trying to show it on the screen, but I don't think my camera's okay. gonna catch it. Um, All right, that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's a great picture. I went to a house show one time, and my dad and I made a sign. Uh, it was a Triple H sign, <laughs> but it was an anti-Triple H sign. It said, uh, it had HHH down the side, but it said, Hunter's Huge Honker, and it had a nose drawn on it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it to work. Oh, you got it? Yeah, you can see a little bit. Wait, where yes. am I looking? It's scuffed. You can't see it. They can see oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Patreon. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, true, true, true. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I was trying to show it to them, but yeah, it's real scuffed. We were young that's, and whatever. That's pretty good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, young, cool. This is how it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Chris Jericho interrupts. Um, of course, the Stephanie. Harry shirt. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking, this is like peak Chris Jericho stuff here. What a look. He's got the Guy Fieri shirt shit on. He's got the pants. He's got the, the dip hair. The dip he's, dye. 
just looking good, man. He just looks incredible. With nah, the both and, belts, know. too? Yeah, NBA Twitter definitely oh. would not have roasted him back then. <laughs> no, he looked cool as fuck here. Nowadays, I don't know. That's a little yeah. story. Yeah. Um, he's the undisputed champion. He does his entire fucking entrance here. I mean, oh, this is a promo. He does his entire fucking entrance here. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I love the story of him winning the undisputed title. He's like, I went to the hotel and I ate food in the room by myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and nobody was there to congratulate me after the match. <laughs> that was a really good story. I like that. That sucks. Um, Jericho said, I never really meant all those things. You remember, Stephanie, I called you disgusting dirty disgusting trash bag but you know what stephanie i never meant any of those things i was just you saying that to get a rise out of these people and now that i'm champion i see you for exactly what you are and that is a brilliant calculating conniving genius which of course leads to our favorite chant slut slut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crowd did not buy this at all she didn't even do anything she did nothing wrong <laughs> JL always said, yeah, yeah, you say it. You go, you tell it. <laughs> and Stephanie says, uh, I will ensure that you never, ever lose that title. We should be more than friends. Let's Whoa. be business partners. Ah. Ah. <laughs> and Tim White said, can I look at your ass? Yeah, let me see your asshole, please. Yeah, so yeah, Stephanie and Jericho get out of the ring because they're going to go on commentary. This is another show that I had to watch this week with Jericho on commentary, and it was both good, so it's okay with me. They, it's, Stephanie is sitting on the apron. Tim White comes over and like helps her get off the apron, and I think he kisses her hand, and then he definitely looks at her ass, <laughs> and like, Jericho walks by him, and Tim White winks at him. Like, what the fuck do I not know here about Tim White? <laughs> Tim White was taking liberties with Stephanie at this <laughs> point. Yeah, I was like, here? what's happening here? It's a little rusty. What the hell was Stephanie's announcement? Uh, I think her announcement was going to be that she fucking hates Triple H. Was it announcement that she's going to make sure Triple H doesn't win? Was that all it was? Yeah, I think it was just going to be something, something uh, like that. Okay, fair enough. Much. So we go into the main event, which is Triple H versus Undertaker. And I have to say, this is probably one of the best main events oh, I've shit. ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> this, I mean, in terms of, if you're going to go back in there, I mean, now that Undertaker's career is over, I don't, I mean, I imagine Triple H will have another match, but... If you go back in the history of uh, pro wrestling uh, with these two, I mean, they've had Mania matches together, uh, multiple Mania matches together. They've had other pay-per-view matches together, even against other opponents. In terms of just pure quality, I don't know if you can find a better match than this one with these two. Yeah, this is easily, I mean, psychology-wise, yeah, there's a lot moving for it. It's real smart stuff, too. So Triple H walks out. To his not my time music. Not my time. Uh, Triple H walks over to the table. He grabs some water and then spits it on Stephanie and Jericho. <laughs> right in their face. Remember, Jericho is the undisputed champion at this point, not <laughs> Triple H. He is the top guy. So Jericho then goes to attack Triple H. And then Triple yes. H proceeds to whoop his ass <laughs> Jericho for five had to jump straight on him. minutes. <laughs> Jericho had to jump on him, and he got beat up. <laughs> he got his shit destroyed. Not only did he get beat in face-to-face... Stephanie got in the way and Triple H had to stop because he was like, I, you know, I don't want to beat up my wife. And he's like, yes, I do. So he's about to hit the pedigree, pedigree. on Stephanie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Jericho attacks him from behind and then Triple H whoops his ass anyway. <laughs> he beats him up some more and clotheslines him into the crowd. And then right as he clotheslines him into the crowd, keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. What? So Undertaker then decides halfway through this ass beating, he said, I think I'm going to come out here we can have that I match. guess it's my time. So he comes out on the motorcycle through the same hole that Stone Cold barrel rolled through earlier during the entrance. <laughs> it looks like a, uh, it was a, definitely a lower motorcycle than usual. He was low he to the looked, ground. This, this big evil look is so goaded. Like, it's he incredible. looks fucking so cool. He looks what a cool really fucking cool. nickname Big Evil is, by the way. 
Yeah, this was a great run for him. Yeah. Uh, so he comes out and he's like, I'm going to come have this match. So he gets off the motorcycle. He parks it. He gets up on the apron. He get Triple H punches him. He gets back off, puts his glasses back on, and then rides the motorcycle right out of the arena. <laughs> the music, the music never stops playing this whole time. He puts the, the glasses back the on and leaves. He play, He gets bumped off the apron. He says, "You got that." And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he just drives away. Rides that shit right back There's out. There's no event. <laughs> ten out of ten. Big Evil has done the damn thing. I can't Hell believe. Hell yeah. That's uh, that's probably one of my most remembered looks for whatever reason. Uh, for Undertaker, maybe it's the just bandana the red and the hoodie. Bandana, yeah, and the hoodie and the red hoodie yeah. is always something I always remember. That's how I dress well. now. <laughs> just big evil right now. <laughs> Twenty years fucking later. Hey man, it still holds up. Uh, so then after that we get the ending segment of the show, which is Stone Cold talking to himself some more. <laughs> Even though Scott Hall's tape has been ripped off, Austin is still just talking to himself. So Scott uh, Scott Hall's getting his ass whooped backstage. Stone Cold uh, rips the tape off his mouth, and then as he rips the tape off, I'm like, is this even Scott Hall? Who is this guy? It does not <laughs> it look like Scott Hall. It looked like an imposter. Yeah, like it was like uncanny. It was real fucking weird. Anyways, he loads him into the back of the truck. What? The back of the pickup. What? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, he knocked he knocked Hall onto the floor and he stares down and he says, Help, I'm falling, I can't get up. What? And stops on him. <laughs> Stone Cold, he's not even trying to put coherent sentences together anymore. No, he's, he's just looking saying, for reasons to say what. He's just memeing. This is a big meme guy. Just shit posting in real life. Yeah. So Stone Cold throws him in the back of the truck. They come out to the arena. Stone Cold gets out. He throws the Broken Skull cooler <laughs> full of beers into the ring. God, I uh, would love to have one of those. I don't even drink beer. I want I, one of those. I, I, yeah, we were talking about that. That. Fucking cool. We should dope as hell. We should look in on that. You know, yeah, you know, it's off the record. Don't Take listen. Gimmick trees, yeah. Uh, yeah Scott so. Hall then took a bump in the bed of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stone Cold. The, the whole thing was a rib on Scott Hall being a drunk. This, <laughs> this is entirely just fucking on him for being a drunk. Like, not even, like, not even, like, uh, just like a tongue in cheek thing. It's like, I'm going to whoop this drunk's ass and then I'm going to pretend he doesn't drink. What? What? He drags Hall into the ring. He hits Hall with a beer and then he gets on the mic and says, Hey, yo, what? I said, Hey, yo, what? <laughs> 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 Tremendous. This was just, yeah, this was just Vince being like, big middle finger, you know, fuck all yeah. this. You guys ain't fuck shit. You. you left me, you pussy, now you're gonna pay. Uh, Take a beer. Austin says, yeah, I thought we'd drink a beer. What? A cerveza, a brewski, a Steve Weiser. A Steve Weiser. As he gets further in, he just stops being coherent at all. Steve Weiser. Uh, he says, you ain't thirsty, you cost me the title, and now you don't want to drink a beer with Stone Cold? You hurt my feelings, what? You make me feel bad. <laughs> Melancholy. <laughs> Why did he say that? I don't know. I want to cry. What? I want to cry. <laughs> and then I wrote, Austin is taking liberties with this promo. <laughs> Dude, he is. And Scott can't say anything. He was probably told, don't say anything. Just let Stone yeah. Cold go off on a tangent. He goes, you drunk? What? You got a buzz? <laughs> what? You don't feel you good? You got to go to rehab? What? You want to go to rest again? <laughs> yeah, DUI? what the fuck, yeah. dude? <laughs> Going to ruin your life? Ruin your career? <laughs> the hell? You going to go to TNA? What? Yeah. <laughs> going like, to punk out? <laughs> bro, you punk. <laughs> And then this is the I, I know the Hogan thing the what thing on the side of the car was the, you said was the funniest what? thing but I think this next thing <laughs> that Austin does is so fucking hilarious he says well I'm gonna kick this son of a bitch every time you say what 
And then the crowd just keeps saying what? And he keeps, he stomps him so many times. And then after stomping him like 20 times, he says, I keep kicking him, but I don't want to wear out a good shoe. <laughs> he punches him because that's my drinking hand. What? Yeah. Damn it, that's my drinking hand. <laughs> Hogan and Nash are still trapped backstage, and Austin, he says, you know what? I'm tired of whooping your ass. Let's drink a beer. <laughs> and Scott goes, okay. <laughs> so, he gives him a beer, and he just stuns him. <laughs> he and stuns Scott- him. And Hall does a great sell, and not only that, but his chain lands in his mouth. <laughs> it's incredible. It is a top tier stunner here. Just incredible. Stone Cold God. did not give that same regard. No, no, <laughs> when no. Scott not gave at him all. the stunner. He said, "Piss off." Then <laughs> <laughs> Austin uh, puts his watch to his ear. He listens to his watch, and he goes outside the ring, and he gets the spray paint from inside of his car. He gets in the ring, and the cha- crowd chanting three sixteen. 316. I thought they were going to write what on his back. I don't know what. They're smarter than I am because I wouldn't have thought of Yeah, I thought he was going to spray paint NWO style for life. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's going to spray paint alcoholic, drunk, <laughs> bastard. Go to TNA. <laughs> you're punked out and you're a punk. What? <laughs> Waste of life. <laughs> Eric Young, get on down here. What? <laughs> Steve was taking all night. I thought at some point Scott was going to get one up on him. He didn't. Yeah, anything. Like, he didn't. And then at WrestleMania, still going to beat the brakes off of him. Yeah, what is this? He spray paints 316 on Hall's back, and everyone's happy, and the show goes off the air. So I uh, I found, I read this after. Uh, during the scene, between uh, the, the beginning one, where he was like tied up to the chair, and Austin like poured beer on him. Uh, supposedly, that was filmed at like 2 or 3 a.m., and Hall had, they did the duct tape over his mouth because he was on antibuse, which is like, uh, I guess when you're, you know, you're trying to fucking stop drinking that you get prescribed this, yeah. uh, to stop fucking drinking. Um, it's like a counseling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so any beer touching his mouth would make him violently fucking sick. Uh, even the smell of it would like make him sick. So Scott was like getting violently sick. Just yeah, do the that's, smell that's, of that, that story shit. is crazy, man. Which is uh, leads to even more proof that they were fucking with this dude so hard. Because he, like, surely he said, hey, maybe, I mean, maybe Scott Hall's a trooper and he said, oh, we'll just do it. But yeah. maybe someone should have said, hey, maybe don't do this. <laughs> I mean, to be a, fair to Scott, he was never like, he was never a cha- like a world's champion, but no. he did anything ever yeah. you asked him to do. So like, that's, a, that's a good This also, a good yeah, I mean, that. they did that whole angle in WCW where his gimmick was, I'm drunk forever. For and life, they did it in WWE. <laughs> NWO for and life, drunk they style. Did it in TNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did it everywhere. Yeah, you're right. He's never ha- after that. That's the only gimmick he ever had. Forever drunk. drunk guy. Yeah, that's true. Rough. Uh, this was a fun episode of SmackDown. It was. Yeah, Tony I mean, actually picked this. I think too. I'm sad he wasn't yeah, here to talk about it with it's us. It's a shame. Yeah. So, uh, Tony, go to hell or France. <laughs> Same difference. Now it's time to talk about AEW Dynamite for this week, which uh, Tony Khan made a quick decision to change it up since the passing of Brody Lee. He decided to make this a Brody Lee tribute episode, which I think was incredibly cool of him to do. Yeah, man. Like, what a... That was, like, such a great idea. I mean, which... It's tough because I don't think anyone would... Like, they could have done tribute stuff on the show, and I don't think anyone would... Like, they could have still made it a tribute show and did what they had planned. Um, yeah. But the fact that they moved everything up a week just to put this in, that's, just, like, how important Brody was to all of them. And, like, at the end of the show, uh, I kind of realized, like, 
it, it was even crazier to me. It's like they genuinely did this show just to make like an eight year old kid happy about what's going on, like as happy as they can be and distract them for a little bit after his like his father passed away because that's what this felt like like this was all this was all for brody jr this whole show was brody jr like booked the whole show (laughs) to pop brody jr yeah and like just to distract him for a bit he was involved in so much stuff like uh, being able to see that kid smiling uh after all his him and his family have probably been going through for how who knows how long now is like what like a cool what a cool fucking thing to see dude like that was real dope like this is I don't. I don't know how many tribute shows I've watched in my lifetime. I hope I don't have to watch many. Uh, yeah. But this is like, it doesn't get better than this in terms of, um, you know, honoring somebody's legacy and remembering somebody and all the nice things people said about and the performances and all. Just everyone tried to make something special here for for Brody. This was really cool. So Jr. started the broadcast obviously as Wednesday. You know what that means? Hell, fucking yeah! Going. I was so fired up for that. Um, Dynamite started with everybody on the stage. He did a Tim Bell salute to the life of Brody, which was very nice. Yeah. Um, Brody Jr.'s on the stage. He's known as Negative One in the Dark Order, if you guys didn't that's, know. That's fucking um, dope. He was on the stage in his little Dark Order mask, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I love how the entire the night had the Dark Order transition. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it. I guess I didn't realize it when I, they booked, uh, when I saw the card, but every match was a Dark Order match. Yeah, and they all won. Good. Yeah, that was cool. Um, John, Mo- they they did this kind of throughout the night where they had people on the card that were kind of close to to <laughs> yeah. Brody Lee talk about him. Uh, sure. They started off with John Moxley, and he, you know, of course, John came up with them on the Indies for a long time. Yeah, um, they had a few matches together. Yeah, and he talked about coming up with him and how you know Brody was with his family and how great the wrestling community's been about all this and how everybody in the community came together to to honor Brody Lee and how cool yeah. it was. Uh, so that was really nice. That was a really nice way to start the show off. I thought. Um, you know, Moxley still hasn't come back from when he lost the title, but it was cool of him to show up. This was actually supposed still. to be the week he comes back. Right, right. And they delayed yeah. it, which is, yeah. I mean, that's in itself is yeah. pretty crazy. So sure, sure. Good on them like, for that. Yeah, it was pretty heartfelt uh, speech there from Mox. It was pretty cool. We go into the first match of the evening. It's Matt Hardy in the private party versus Young Bucks and Colt Cabana. Um, I have no clue how they don't call this trio the Hardy Party. I feel like they for should. For real, yeah. I feel I like mean, they're gonna, they're about you. to break them up anyway, so whatever. Yeah, you're right. They are about to break them up. Um, they had the Dark Order come out. Everybody came on the stage. Colt Cabana was, you know, he was pretty shaken up, but he put yeah. together a good match here, so that was, you know, was still pretty cool. It was fun. Uh, they did a lot of, you know, fun stuff. Just, it, it, for, for like, an opening match where on a show I didn't expect much from, these guys, like, really fucking put it all on the line here. But I guess that goes to show, like, they really wanted to show up for Brody. Um one of the more impressive things that Colt does that I've, I I kind of want to ask him about because I'm horrified of it. Uh, especially like he's like a bigger guy. His Asai moonsault is fucking really oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like everything he does is pretty tight and solid. Like he's yeah, just it's a- like but like that's like I'm so scared of that move in general. But uh, like he does it so clean. Oh, dude, yeah, he came in for the Asai and Jericho said Asai moonsault, Asai yeah. moonsault, Excalibur, Asai moonsault. Yeah, and Jr. Jr. at some point on commentary said, "Oh, let's hear it for Boom Boom." Let's hear it yeah, for yeah, Boom Boom. 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 I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Boom Boom." That's my fucking guy. I was like, "Damn, right? this is his new favorite wrestler. He just got this." <laughs> he finally realized that his nickname is Boom Boom. Oh, fucking Boom Boom! I love Boom Boom. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Matt Hardy goes for the Splash Mountain in this match, which is still one of my favorite moves ever. I'm glad God, that he still it's so does cool. it. How's it nobody's finish? Is it? Is it uh, Rina Yamashita's. She uses uh, that as a finish. There you go. Um, Jericho says, Matt Hardy invented, uh, innovated all those things back in the day all by himself. 
Excalibur says, well, and Jericho says, no, well, all by himself. Dude, this is fucked. Matt Hardy's gimmick is my Tommy Dreamer gimmick. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. He's the innovator Thank of wrestling. You, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer came up with all Matt Hardy's moves. How dare you? Uh, Matt Jackson did a diving cross body in this match, trying to pop me, mission accomplished. Uh, Matt <laughs> did a, did a uh, Arn Anderson fakie, but he did it with a super kick and then hit the yeah. twist of fate on Matt Hardy, which was a really fun spot. That was pretty cool. Um, they did a sick combo where uh, Hardy Party did Gin and Juice, Twist of Fate, Swanton, Shooting Star all in a row, Good dude. God, yeah. It that was, was like, wow, what a back spot. Back to back to back to back, yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy tried to use a chair, but Private Party said, fuck off. Yeah, get out uh, of here, I feel here, like bro. they've done this quite a bit. They did this with um, Anna Jay and Ty Yeah, Conti they did. Too. That's right. Yeah. Um, Colt did the Chicago Skyline. Bucks did the Indy Taker. Colt used a Superman pin, and they picked up the W here in this matchup. Hell yeah. And then uh, I was a little worried. They had me a little worried for a minute. Wow. Uh, the Acclaimed come out, and I'm like, oh, please don't do weird heat stuff right now. This is going to be so awkward. Because I, 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 I don't know, I guess on a tribute show, like I get they got to get their angles over, but I'm like, damn, dude, don't do something weird. Uh, thankfully, they, they didn't do something weird. They just came out and teased it, and then the Acclaim got their fucking asses whooped, which is what should happen. So I was happy. Yeah, I thought this was a good spot, actually. No, I love it. How it turned out, I, was, I guess I'm so used to other Bro, places doing weird things like that. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, so that yeah, was cool. Smoky I, Mountain used to do that shit all the time, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was cool. Uh SCU, it was uh, the happiest I've ever been to see SCU. <laughs> <laughs> Came out in the dress clothes, got to go to church. Yeah. That's quick. how they were like, fuck that. Supposedly there was like a a, uh, a decent like Daniels Kazarian promo on Dark, like kind of teasing them splitting, but. Oh yeah, I got tweeted that too. Did you, I didn't actually, did you actually watch it? I didn't actually no, see I it. No, I didn't. Okay. I, but I did, I did hear about it. So I, I mean, maybe. I think it, whenever, whenever they lose their next match, they're splitting up. That's mm. what it was. They should Good. lose their next match. That's, they should, <laughs> yeah, should for life. Right <laughs> SCU style for life. <laughs> lose. Uh, so we have uh, Darby Allen talking about Brody Lee, and he talked about how uh, when Brody got to AEW, how badly he wanted to wrestle him. God. And he said Brody came in with no ego, and he just wanted to help everybody, elevate everybody, and just get some shit over and have a good time. Hell yeah. Um, and he said he was the number one dude who he wished he could have had a wrestling match with. I we must have talked about it on the show, right? That we wanted that match. Like I feel like that's a yeah. Given. I think we did. Uh, yeah. God, that would have been so fucking good, man. Yeah, because he would have. Because I think we were talking about when Brody came in, and Brody was kind of like being nice to everybody and not yeah. like taking their head off. Oh, Darby's the guy like, that would have said, "Please kill me," and yeah, I, please. yeah, he would have just destroyed <laughs> him, like do it off my the top off. or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get Lance Archer and Super Smash Bros versus Eddie Kingston and Butcher and the Blade. Whew. Um. Lance Archer comes out and he has Brody's big rig outfit on, oh, which I thought was so cool. fucking cool, dude. Um, Kingston's wearing a Notre Dame jersey because Brody used to tell people he played offensive tackle for Notre Dame to pop himself. <laughs> <laughs> what a great story! Uh, <laughs> they cut off Eddie Kingston's mic uh, at the beginning here because um, he was trying to say some stuff, so he just yeah. ran into the ring and grabbed uh, <laughs> stole Justin, Justin Roberts', Roberts mic. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, Brody was the man, but the Dark Order ain't nothing without him, and we're going to take you out right now. Yeah. And Evil Uno immediately gave him a receipt. <laughs> yes, dude. They did the so infamous spot. It was like, I'm pretty sure it, it might have been his first Chikara match as Big Rig Brody Lee, because before that, he was the right stuff. He was dancing Brody Lee. He's <laughs> the right stuff Brody Lee. He had tassels and all this. So I think it's, 
I could be wrong, but I think it was his first big rig Brody Lee match, and they do the spot. And it, even better is that Bryce was there, because uh, Bryce was the referee in the match that they did the spot in. In Chikara, it was Donst, Tim Donst against Brody Lee, and they're doing like Bryce is doing like the pre match check where he's checking Donst's boots, and Brody comes up high and kills Tim <laughs> Donst with his big boot. And it's like, I immediately fell in love with Brody Lee uh, once that happened. And then, so Uno did that to Kingston here with Bryce checking Kingston's boots and Uno hitting him with a big boot. I've very happy with that. And Butcher had his new outfit on, and I finally yeah. figured out who it reminds me of. Oh. It reminds me of Mari from At Rest Girls, which you're going to see eventually. I'm sure we'll watch something. Okay. Like um, do, you think that's, yeah, do you think that's what it's Yes, from? I think Butcher is a big Mari fan, actually. <laughs> big okay. Kunoichi. Yeah, Fair big, enough. super into Mari. Big colors guy. Colors over beginning with Shoei with Shoei and all, all right. that. Fair I enough. Uh, they come back from commercial. Evil Uno and Kingston are straight up slapping the piss shit out of each other right Fuck. in the middle. <laughs> they are old. throwing shots here. Also, uh, Stu, don't call me Dick Grayson, hit the truck stop in this match, too. It is a uh, sidewalk slam, which was. Oh, nice. nice. Um, um, what yeah, about the nightfall? Th- <laughs> they are. <laughs> What? Call whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> they are, yeah, like you said, Kingston and Uno are just throwing here. Uh, Uno ducks a back fist, hits him, uh, Kingston with his big, uh, I think it's right hand that he throws. Uh, uh, Kingston goes for the back fist again after powering up. He ducks it again, hits another one, half and a half Kingston on his head. Uh, what a cool swing sequence. Uno's been shining lately, man. I, I'm yeah. really, he's every time he's been in the ring, he's been looking real fucking good. Yeah, he does. He's he's been like his physique's getting fucking brolic too. He's looking yeah. real good. And like everything is like hit like that punch, I feel like he could save for like a finisher at this point. That's how good it is. Um Archer makes a tag. He comes in, ripcord, Uranagi, rope walk, moonsault. This guy's just fucking going off. Rope walk, moonsault. I feel like yeah. he did that like during he's his first. He's only done it like once or twice. He yeah. did it to Goldust in that match where uh Goldust almost ruined his career. Sorry, Dustin Rhodes. With the match where like he was Natural. beating the fuck out of uh, Dustin, and he pulled him away from Cody as he was holding his hand. Do they say uh, they call him the Natural? <laughs> Who calls him that? <laughs> yeah, rope walk moonsault with Ripcord Yuranagi was also sweet. Uh, Stu Grayson comes in, hits a huge jumping DDT over the ropes onto Butcher, which Woo. looked crazy. Yeah. Um, and then Uno and Grayson hit the fatality to win the match, which is dope. Yes. I always wonder what this move would look like if uh they did, if he didn't do a flip and just did the Steiner Bulldog out of the uh I'm sure back. it would look cool, but I mean whatever. Take liberties. No, I'm saying it because like, you know, I'm really gonna do it. Uh mm. they uh <laughs> <laughs> they got Kingston back in the ring and then uh after the match, after they won, and then hit three punches on him, and then Jake Roberts hit the short arm clothesline. Holy shit, dude. I was I tweeted before I even saw him hit the short arm clothesline, I just saw Jake on the outside just doing shit. I'm like Damn, dude! If they could find a way to have Jake have one match, even if it's like a cinematic, just somehow get him and Kingston to do a one program and do something for them to just talk and fight, and then he hits the short arm clothesline on him. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. that's dope, man! I love that's this. Cool this, this tag ruled so much ass. It was just this was so great. Good. This was like perfect tribute match. They could have ended it here, honestly. It was great. Uh, so after that, we have Dax Harwood and Arn. They're talking about how much Brody loved his family. Uh, they had Bryce. He, of course, Bryce was super torn up God. about it. Said yeah. uh, Brody should have been on the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got probably infinite amounts of stories. Yeah. Um, Brody. He said Brody should be on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling dads if there was one. Hell yeah. That was nice. Uh, so we come back. We have Hangman Page and the Beaver Boys versus MJF and Proud and Powerful. Uh, John Silver is in his Brody Lee attire that was supposed to be on a BTE skit they never got to do. <laughs> 
that fucking gear's so great. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he looks so ridiculous. <laughs> he's out there, and they're like, uh, exactly like, yeah, this is a tribute to Brady Lee. And, and Joe's like, yeah, he looks like a farmer. He's like, well, it's a tribute <laughs> to Brady Lee and the BTS kit. He still looks like a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he can look like whatever you want. <laughs> uh, then, MJF comes out with a yes. Puerto Rican flag on his trunks he, and yes. a bandana. I love it. Yeah, this is crazy. This, the, MJF has really been kind of getting into this. It's kind of cool. I'm, uh, I'm slowly but surely prepared for him to replace Jericho in this group and Jericho go away for a little bit. Yeah, that's probably what, I mean, it's probably the best thing to do, right? I think so. Yeah, just do something new. I think that's probably the way to go. And they all seem to be taking MJF pretty well, so. Yeah. Uh, so John Silver and Alex Reynolds, <laughs> they get into the ring and they bring the papers out. They have them in their little jackets and they smack them in the face. <laughs> they beam proud and powerful with these papers. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the the match starts and Hangman is running spots. I think it was with uh, Santana. MJF. Oh, was it MJF? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. it was MJF. Uh, run spots with them, and then Hangman, uh, like pulling out double pistols, he pulls out double papers and hits <laughs> MJF with them. <laughs> That's tremendous. And then MJF immediately goes to negative one ringside and says, "You are a nobody." <laughs> Just screaming at this, kid's screaming face. at this fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. um, Brutal. Then John Silver goes on a fucking tangent. I mean, he just Holy. does every move you can think of here to everybody in the fucking ring. Like, this yeah. was just crazy. He even hits, like, a tippity-top Canadian Destroyer gimmick. I don't even know what the hell yeah, happened Yeah, I don't... Here. I don't know. I wasn't able to describe it either, so I didn't write yeah. it down, but yeah. I just wrote tippity-top Destroyer. I didn't yeah. know what else to call it. <laughs> it was, he was... He's been... Another guy that's been just firing on all, on all cylinders every time he gets a chance. Uh, then all of a sudden, Ooh. Eric Redbeard... Dude. I was like, whoa, he hit the run in to stop Wardlow. That was like the biggest reaction of the night. Like, Rowan. That was nuts, dude. <laughs> he comes out and <laughs> commentary's trying to dance around it. Like, Excalibur's trying to call him Redbeard. And Jericho and commentary, oh my God, it's Eric Rowan. It's Eric Rowan. He was in the Bludgeon Brothers and the Wine Family. <laughs> 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 he didn't just give it to Eric Rowan. He was in the WWE for five years. He was employed by Vince McMahon. He was a former WWE Tag Team NXT Champion. <laughs> that dude, that cracked me up. I, and I, to be fair, I also got him Rowan. Like, to be, hell yeah, me too. Yeah, but he's still the Rowan. He just didn't even give a fuck. He said, "Eric Rowan, like, it's Red Eric Beard, Rowan." Red Beard. He's like, "Yeah, Rowan." Yeah, you call him whatever you want, motherfucker. It's Eric Rowan. <laughs> Uh, MJF goes to the outside and he tears the mask off in negative uh, one. And then negative one covers his face like he's a lucha wrestler. <laughs> I saw it too. This kid was born to be the fucking wrestler, bro. And then negative one gets the kendo stick out and he hits MJF and goes, bleh. <laughs> what a cool little motherfucker, Negative one's man. in base world. This is crazy. Hell yeah, I accept That's that. Awesome. I'll accept that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, John Silver then hits the discus lariat back in the ring, beats Santana, and they get the W, man. Oh, what a fucking great match. Another fucking cool match. MGF just doing MGF stuff, letting negative one hit him with the cane. That was awesome, man. <laughs> That's how I got it. <laughs> That's, he's, you know, Luther was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he said, that. That's all right there. Uh, Eric Rowan comes back out, and he has a sign that says, goodbye for now, my brother. See you down the road. Yeah, I think, um, I think... Uh, either Deb told me this or I think Deb told me this but I think in like when Rowan was released from WWE Harper did like an Instagram post like putting him over huge and that was uh, I think that was like the end that's the last oh, thing he really? said in the post oh, yeah cool. yeah, I, I think that's what it was yeah yeah this was uh, real emotional at the end everybody really God. started kind of breaking down and yeah it was fuck, cool man. I mean it was a good moment and like I think how they cool all is needed they had, that probably how cool is it they had Rowan come in for that man like that's 
Yeah, that was incredible. That's real just special. to have him come in, just to pay respects to. Yeah, that's that was. If really we nice lived thing. in a in a better wrestling world, fucking Bray Wyatt should have been out there fucking dudes up. Yeah, I think so too. You're right. God. If it was a perfect world, that's probably what should happen. Yeah. Um. So Eddie Kingston gets a little testimonial, and of course he has a lot to say Whew. about Brody Lee. That was a tough uh, Kingston one. say he's gonna miss him. You know, he's gonna miss having that jacket and him calling him Harry Potter. <laughs> he's gonna miss how Brody always say, "I'm rich." <laughs> <laughs> Kingston uh, said that Brody is a warrior in and out of the ring, and he said to Negative One and, and the rest of his family, you know, as long as you keep his teachings with you, he'll never truly be gone. You know, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll always be there with you. So I thought this was a really nice thing for Kingston to say here. Yeah, it's, it seems like, and that's another thing you can take away from the show is that it seems like they're going above and beyond to look out for Brody's family, which is all you could really ask for for them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we have Ty Conti and Anna Jay versus Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. Um, yes. Um. I didn't. I guess I don't know if this was first revealed here. Like, if this is the first time they ever admitted this, but I, I never. I guess I. I didn't figure why she was called ninety nine Anna J. I was just figured it was just a number. But she's called ninety nine because Brody's favorite hockey player was Wayne Gretzky, and he was. <laughs> yeah, 99. I didn't know that either. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really neat. Um. They. Uh. Anna J. Of course, ends up winning this match. Queen Slayer. You know, cool. The Queen Slayer. That's what they call it. That's what the people are calling it. <laughs> Um, after the match, uh, Britt Baker says, this shit is rigged. Wrestling is a work. You've all been bamboozled. Jericho ruins the line before she even hits it. <laughs> yeah, Jericho definitely uh, jumped the jumped the. Yeah, she said rigged, rigged, rigged. And Jericho's like, oh, you know, big rig. And she's like, get it, big rig. It's like, ah, oh, oh, son of a Jericho, bitch. <laughs> and then Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa comes out and whoops her ass. <laughs> that Again. Thunder Rosa say, "Yeah, I'm gonna take my shit right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say whatever you want. I'm gonna whoop that ass. Yeah, I don't know. They probably should have done this with Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Um. So then Jericho does a testimonial. He says he worked with Brody 27 times. He only knows that because Alex Marvez randomly had that number. Um. <laughs> Jericho says he was in Saudi with Brody and he didn't know what this thing was on the ceiling. And then Brody said it was an arrow to Mecca. You mark, get a clue. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's funny. I'm glad. It's funny they mentioned that. Uh, him and Brody, I didn't like, so I was just over the week, I was looking for on, on Spotify. I was just searching Brody or Luke Harbour just to see like what interviews he did. Uh, he did two interviews with Jericho. Um, one when he first debuted in AEW, which is a good one. Um, and he also did one in Saudi with uh, Jericho, like, and that's what this is from. Like, he talks about it. They, he reveals that in that promo. Like, that's how he figures out what it was. <laughs> so you should go listen to that interview. It's a good one. So then we get to the main event. It's the Brody Lee Jr. Dream Match. Hell yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, that's fucking cool as hell. Team hell Taz yeah. versus Cody Rhodes, Tin, and Orange Cassidy. That's, I mean, the, I mean, Cody and Orange, I can, I get it because they're, like, positioned at the top. But how fucking awesome must Ten feel? That, like, yeah, that's fucking pretty damn cool, this honestly, dude, to be put in that he's spot. His kid's one of this guy's favorites. Like, out of everyone on this show, 10 is his favorite. That's fucking awesome. Uh, on, on commentary, Chris Jericho says, you know, that, that Ricky Skaggs reminds me of a young Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and I can just hear Taz going, shut the fuck up, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, so uh, th- this match was cool. I mean, it, it, the the coolest thing about this was uh, that it was the the Brody Lou Jr. Dream yeah. match. You know what I mean? That was yeah. pretty fucking dope. And he got to watch it from the front row. Like that's cool. Yeah, I I, I think that was really dope. But Tony Khan really put his foot in this show, and I think that's pretty dope. And yeah, they went the extra extra mile just for that. Sure, you know what I mean, 
Um, of course, Cody Rhodes, Tin, and Orange Cassidy win this match, but there's the uh, ending, which is nuts. I wonder if Brody Lee Jr. booked this too. <laughs> 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 um, so at the end, uh, it starts breaking down. Obviously, Team Taz is going brolic. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Darby. And he's oh, got a Baker board. Oh, shit. Is he sponsored by Baker now? How about that? <laughs> and I, I don't know if it was Jared. I don't know who said it on comedy, but somebody noted that he was coming. They were coming from, uh, well, he was coming from John Moxley's entrance way, like where Ooh. John Moxley makes his entrance. So I didn't yeah, know if that was like yeah. a hint at something or yeah. if that was just him saying that. Um, Darby comes out and then Sting comes out and they come um, out Sting. and. Uh, they come out to make the save, and of course they're just like, "Oh fuck this!" I'm out of here on this. They Jericho on commentary is yelling, "There's snow! There's snow in Florida!" <laughs> Dude, just seeing Team Taz on the stage, all the snow, and they're like, "What the <laughs> Rick, fuck is going on?" Ricky Skaggs is selling the snow the whole time. Like, he's like, <laughs> wiping, <laughs> he's, he's like wiping Hook's hair. <laughs> yeah, this was really fun, dude. I, dude, God, that suplex that Hook hit on Orange Cassidy looked so fucking dope. By the way, yeah, Hook's gonna be a shooter, bro. Straight up, yeah. The uh the the we were talking about a little bit earlier the Darby and Sting thing, dude. If they make them go on a tag team run, that'd be pretty fucking dope. I um I'm okay with it now. Yeah, I think I think uh I think I was hesitant because we made fun of that thing for so long that the fact that it's actually happening now, I think them as a team would be fucking cool as hell. I think that would be such a fun. Like the thing is, is like with tag teams and stuff, you know, Sting doesn't really have to bump. He no. doesn't really have to do anything. You know Darby, Darby he loves the bump. <laughs> yeah, just have Sting come in off the hot tag and then tag back out and then have yeah. Darby do most of the work. I mean, yeah. I, I just think that'd be a fun thing to do, um, especially if they're going to lead to a one-time match. Then that can lead to Darby and Sting, you know, doing a cinematic joint if they really sure. go all out. God, so. I can't wait for that. You know that's what's going to, that's where, it has to be where that's going. Darby and him in a cinematic. And then a week I before think... the cinematic match, uh, he's going to get attacked and it's going to be a mysterious person. And then all of a sudden it's going to be Sting versus Cody Rhodes. Oh, Cody Rhodes no. versus Sting in a cinematic match. Sorry, kid, we'll get you next year. Sting's retiring next year. No! Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Yeah, so uh, Cody, of course, comes out. Uh, they celebrate Brody Lee. They brought Brody Lee Jr. Uh, and his mom into the ring at, after yeah. the, at the end of the show for this. Uh, and they ended up retiring uh, Brody Lee's boots, and they retired the entire TNT title. So is it the actual title, or is it just that design? Just the design, but okay. still. But still. So like, yeah, they gave the champion the actual real like, gimmick the physical title yeah. to... Brody Lee Jr. and said it's retired. That's this design's retired. So fucking cool. Yeah, Tony Khan awarded him the title, which in my if they're, you know, uh if Brody sees that, I'm sure he is fucking laughing the fact that they retired a title for him. Yeah, <laughs> Brody probably, probably loves that shit. He's like, yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. give me the belts. <laughs> Retire all the titles for me. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> Job kicks it out. <laughs> That was this is fucking great way in the show. Just and then stuff, they man. do the uh, Brody Lee tribute video, which was just so. Oh, oh they man. showed a bunch. Of, yeah, they showed a bunch of different stuff. That was cool. Like all yeah, facets man. of his just career. His whole career. Yeah, like there was WB pictures in there. There was mixed pictures of him with tons of different people. Like, <sighs> still doesn't feel real, dude. It, it really yeah. doesn't. Um, the outpouring uh, support and love that like. So many different avenues of wrestling have been showing for this one guy. It just goes to show, like, how fucking awesome this guy was. And yeah, uh, and all of, I feel like every story leads back to him and his family. Just him being a family guy, uh, being a great dad. And like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He like he put that above everything else. Wrestling was a job, which is 
Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I hope he yeah. got fucking paid too. I'm uh, rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh and this was just like this was a fantastic fantastic tribute um very good stuff i'm very i was very happy to see this next week by the way special guest snoop dog <laughs> from the go big show show from the go go big Bog. go big, big show big, big show yeah <laughs> uh kenny omega versus phoenix for the world title the return of jan moxley uh hiraku shida versus abaddon for the women's hiraku, title hiraku hiraku Young Bucks and SCU versus the Acclaimed and the Hybrid 2. Oh, uh, SCU's gonna break up. Jake Hager versus Wardlow. Uh, Cody representing the Go Go Big Big Show Show. Go Big uh, Show Big Show Big Go Go Go. Versus Matt Seidel. And Chris Jericho will be on commentary once again. So I guess they decided against having Snoop Dogg on commentary. He's just gonna be a guest. <laughs> probably. Probably. probably yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in two weeks is New Year's Smash Night 2. That's New Year's Smash Night 1. New Year's Smash Night 2 in two weeks. Darby Allen versus Brian Cage for the TNT Championship. Uh, Jurassic Express versus FTR. Chuck Taylor versus Miro. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. And Pac versus Eddie Kingston. Wow. Pac and Kingston. Pac yeah, and Kingston. that's fucking gonna be really dope yeah that's gonna be brolic yeah so there you go that was aew dynamite man and damn yes. I, i'm looking at my my sheet here and oh, cool. oh i guess we're sweet oh my god we have to fucking go we must go we have to go now yo dangerous techers